We driving on the west side 9.45 US should we light up I say alright that will be delightful I think I like you kinda enticing So You wanna know what it's looking like Let's justify cause it's been some time but I don't know, no, I don't know See I'm hella hip this time Ain't going down with no ship this time Cut the bullshit this time Crazy as some lips, could you kiss me blind? No, no, not this time See I'm hella hip this time Ain't going down with no ship this time So cut the bullshit this time Crazy as some lips, could you kiss me blind? No, no, not this Season podcast, we are back again. This is episode 84. <laughs> 
Kenny T is not in the building today. He wasn't gonna say that no way. Scrub. <laughs> time and then we voting him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard or not, man, but it is it is uh, very inclement weather out of here in Houston. Damn near freezing temperatures and things of that nature, man. So. Bro wasn't trying to risk it and get on that road. Man, safety first. Safety first. But he'll be back next week, man. OT is in the building, yeah, though. Yeah. Oh, boy, I had no saying ready. You know I got a no, saying ready. in the motherfucking nah, man. building, man. What's happening? D-Trill AC. Back again, man. This is another episode of the Crew Season Podcast. How you boys doing on this glorious night? I'm cool. Frio, frio. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. <laughs> all, the mer- all the merch is out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got some new shit for y'all on this camera that y'all can see. I don't mm. know if y'all can see it, but mm. you know. You know what I'm saying? Shit smell good than the mu- It smell better than the prototypes we had, motherfucker. We're going to roll them out real special, real good, goddamn me. And for everybody that get them, it's going to come with a little surprise in the box, baby. Y'all know what happened when the Dean involved. <laughs> Nah, man, I don't, I don't know if y'all been noticing, man. We told y'all at the top of this year we was going to kick shit up a bit. And we've been doing just that. You know what I'm saying? We're kicking ass as far as p- putting our content on every platform, dominating. Um, content coming. New sweaters are out. If you ain't got it, go get it. That bitch is hard, too. Uh, I almost don't want to sell none of you niggas nothing for real. <laughs> y'all words ain't. <laughs> Show me your resume. Let me keep see all of them. That's real. Good luck. Well, yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that done that done purchased it already. If you haven't, cruiseseasonpodcast.com. Go on there and check it out. Show love, man. We definitely appreciate it. Um, Dock it today. I'm ready to just dive right in here, you know man. It's gonna be crazy. Um, what are we gonna get into first, man? We got a, a wide list. Let's let's start start in the manosphere. Kevin Samuels. Shout out to the OG Kevin you know Samuels. Um, recently was on Instagram Live with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. So just hearing that alone, right? That was a certain, you know, image that everybody had in their head of what was about to take place. You know, what and I'm it didn't you know? happen. Nah. You know, people view Kevin Samuels as like the leader, the uh, ashy man that's just misogynist, that type of man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's supposed to be the quote-unquote leader of that. Nikki is the, like, leader of the, you know, feminist Barbie movement. You know what I'm saying? That whole situation. So, people thinking, okay, we about to have an explosion on here on Instagram. And it didn't quite go that way. I'm going to play some of the clip, and I want to get y'all a response on, on how everything played out. Can we start, stop talking about if these niggas want us or not? Excuse me, Kevin, this is not... I'm talking to black women real quick. Can we stop talk, Can we stop posting all day on TikTok? Because I, I, I newly went to TikTok and I, and I just kept seeing this. Black women, can we stop talking about if black men, if these successful black men want us or not? Like, can we just focus on us and we be successful and then we go out there and we decide who the fuck we want. Because what I've been seeing is, I feel like I've been seeing men using that as an opportunity because they, they've been hurt and, and somebody doesn't and they've been using it as a, as a way to come out and lash out and poke fun at black women and use it as a way to feel like they somebody or they something. or So, so for all you niggas that's doing that on TikTok, wherever the fuck y'all at, 
eat a dick, go away. Nobody gives a shit about you. And I want black women to stop fucking posting about whether or not y'all 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 want black women or not. Okay? Well, I want black women just to focus on themselves, be successful, and then you go out there and you decide the trajectory of your life. Okay? Well, here's and here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> So There's cool. a lot of hurt on both sides. Mm-hmm. Agree. And, and a lot of, and especially in the black community, we don't mm-hmm. really do a lot with counseling therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I recommend therapy often uh, because we got a lot of stuff individually that we want to deal with. And marriage and relationships are not for everybody. And I'm just trying to. Ultimately, I ask people, "What do you want? What do you want? And what are you prepared to do to get what you want?" And are you willing to pay that cost? It's really the conversation, but it always gets kind of whittled down. But at the end of the day, what we are seeing is, you know, especially if you're under 30, it's, it's harder for guys today under 30 than it was from 50 years ago, because you can't take care of a family on a high school or, or just coming out. So they're at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, rec- I just had men's week, and I recommend, I told guys, just a little bit of it, man, the back and forth. As you see, it was a very cordial conversation. Mm-hmm. People letting each other talk. It was very respectful, all of this. Now, there were some people that left that saying, oh, Kevin Samuels wasn't keeping the same energy. He wasn't doing this. He wasn't doing that. Nikki was just da-da-da. Again, that's how you can tell who's familiar with Kevin Samuels' content and who's not. When those women call in, if they are respectful, he is respectful. Right? And, that, and this keeps getting... Showcased over and over The Britney Renner situation Was another example of this People thinking Oh man they about to go at it It's about to be crazy It's not that He's not there for the Quote unquote Entertainment piece He's there to have a conversation And to actually Like the goal is for Black men and women To be together That's mm-hmm. his goal I think that gets misconstrued mm-hmm. People thinking Oh I'm bringing these women on To just bash them And tell them they ain't worth nothing And you're overweight And you're this And you're that And you're da 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 no, that that's not the goal. The goal is to help you find somebody. But if you have unrealistic standards and, you know, you are requiring things from people that you cannot provide, then he's going to call you on that because <laughs> somebody needs to. That's reality. It's not bashing. And, and again, he does it both ways. It's the men and women. So, you know, again, I think that conversation just kind of echoed that, man. Um that was my take from it. What y'all thought about yeah, it? Yeah, I respected it, man. I just, I just was looking at the comments, man, when Nikki started talking and, and you seen all the women in there going, yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. Get him, girl. <laughs> but these the same women that, you know what I'm saying, Nikki was describing, you know, that she was talking to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, stop letting these men pick you. Mm. Pick your mind. You, you know what I'm saying? Pick your man. Stand with your man. But everybody want to be in the spotlight. And the only way you get in the spotlight is if you with the right nigga that's in the spotlight. And nine times out of ten, that man gonna be doing what he do. That's just what it is. That's what come with the life. That's another conversation, though, man. I I, I definitely enjoy the conversation, um, and I definitely think a lot of times Kevin' message gets misconstrued because of how he started off, mm-hmm. and you know, call a lot of people off guard the way he was just so direct, and sometimes he would throw insults. You know, at times he was disrespectful, but for the most part, they started it. You know, they they said something that was talking online or he was telling them, you know, let me talk, get me get my point across. They want to act crazy, and then he just go off the hinges. Well, right. not, not even off the hinges. He just she really just doing what he want to do. But um, <laughs> the only thing, the only problem I have 
with the message that Nikki was saying, and because Lala, they later got on too, was kind of talking about that about bossing up and and being strong, and mm-hmm. they was talking about don't worry about no man, you know, focus on yourself, get to the bag, things like that. The only problem with that, I feel, is <clears throat> like I've said before, they're almost reiterating the same thing that men are saying, right? Like literally, almost verbatim. And so, but with that, we understand that, and we will still find a way to please our woman, find a way to, you know, get keep a woman happy and, you know, cater to her needs and things like that. Those women that she's describing, on the other hand, when they're working so much and working so much, they, they lack that experience, that dating experience, being submissive and just understanding and listening to a man, to right. listen to a leader, because, like we always say, they are in this this role and in these positions that they have been in before. So that kind of, I think they have to understand and listen to that message. Um, You know, focus on that message, but at the same time, understand that you still need to have a partner to work with and not just by yourself. Cause a lot of times it's, Cause you're not just gonna get to the back and all of a sudden just you pick your man. It doesn't work that it way. It does not never at work all. that way. It doesn't work that way. So especially not for no woman. No, because your guards is completely up. You right. not and then you not a lot of times a woman you're not picking a man. That's just honest. You know what I'm saying? So, but y'all should. Oh, I've said that before. There, it, like it's statistically proven. Like a lot of times the women that shoot their shot going after the man, those relationships last longer. Right. Y'all waiting for these men to come to y'all. And you wondering why you attracting these type of dudes? You might have to look at yourself in the mirror sometimes, because mm. you attract what you are. Mm. That's just what it is. So if, what if you're you, saying ain't you nothing. I ain't, saying, I ain't not all mm. of them. Oh, okay, okay. You know, some of them. If you only attracting trash, you got to take a step back. How are you dressing? How are you looking? How are you carrying yourself? Mm. Like if that's the only thing that you're attracting now. Of course, some people are going to track all spectrums. Big, fast, small, broke, rich, whatever. Like, I ain't talking about that. But if you consistently attracting the same type of like even a guy. If you should always track the woman that's a bum, ain't got no job, uh, things like that, like, y'all must be in the same spectrum. You know what I'm saying? So, you ready for child support. It's just stuff you got to think about and, and take serious. That's it. You know, still, yes, of course, boss up, get your stuff. But you still have to work with somebody. And that's the problem. Don't, don't forget that. A lot of them don't know how to separate themselves from that. Mm. They get so wrapped up into I gotta get I gotta go to work I gotta get this I gotta get it. my career is important and all this type of shit. Ten years pass them by. Not all your goddamn feminine skills is left. Oh. everything, all that shit is left. So any man that you gonna talk to, you gonna dominate him at first. Well, you gonna try to dominate him at first. And if you not uh, if you not comfortable in your skin to check yourself. You know what I'm saying? To to pick them skills back up again, you'll never have a man. Mm. You'll have all that money and maybe a kid or two and die alone. That's not a great life to me. You know what I'm saying? I think what's crazy right now, too, for men, a lot of men, what I'm noticing is it's almost like a war on men. A lot of men are confused because you'll have the men that are masculine Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, putting their foot down and things like that. But then a woman will say, well, you a misogynist mm-hmm. or you too masculine or that mas- that masculinity, that masculinity is toxic, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But then on the flip side, you have a dude that you can run over and he listens to you and he does everything that you say. But that's too feminine. That man yeah. opens up to you. He cries to you. He's too feminine. You don't want a man like that. You go mm-hmm. chase the bag down for you and. 
You know what I'm saying? Let you, in a way, let you steer the ship. Yeah. That's, that's not enough. And that, that ain't enough for you. It's like they're never satisfied. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of men are just simply confused at what women want. And they're confused because women don't know what they want. Okay, so great point. Here's a question. Where do we fit into that? As far as like solving that. Because again, it's like I spoke about earlier. The, the end goal is for us to be together, especially in the black community. Yeah. So where do we fit into that? Like as a man, knowing that, going in, how do we, like how we, do we, we play gotta, that? We got to step up, man, and just tell these women, tell our daughters, because that's where it's going to start. It's going to start with our daughters and all that. Mm. But, you know, tell these women, bro, like like what life really is. You get what I'm saying? Don't sell them no dream. You get what I'm saying? Like don't handicap them and all that type of stuff. Like, hey, especially if I had a daughter, like, hey, bro, you is going to have to take some guidance from a man that's not going to be me. And if you don't, you're going to be alone because you can't stay with me your, your whole life. You get what I'm saying? I cannot have a family with my child. You know what I'm saying? So the moment you you click in your, it click in your mind, you want to have a family, right then and there should tell you, I'm going to have to be submissive to a man. Now, on the, on, on, the, on the same side of that, you get to choose the man. You get to choose the man you're going to deal with. The problem is a lot of them choose the wrong man to deal with and lead them. That's the problem. And then mm-hmm. all men ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. That's how they treat us. Because you chose the you chose the light, what shines. You didn't you didn't choose what what hard work is and getting it out the mud is. And usually typically the man that ain't shining ends up on top at the end of the day. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Have a comfortable life, kids be good, everybody be taken care of, family good. And then the dudes you thought was super shiny, everybody liked them and all this type of shit here. You see him 10, 10 15 years from now, he got two, three baby mamas struggling. Him living on his knees. But that's the dude y'all end up with. Hair and the tortoise. Y'all taught that, that story. How old was we? These kids. Yeah, Hair and the tortoise. That's exactly what it is. Yep. You want the hair Because he's super fast mm-hmm. And he gonna tie out At the end You're gonna, He gonna tie out At the end The tortoise just, huh? the tortoise, He making stops <laughs> He's shaking hands Kissing babies mm-hmm. He building people up As he going And by the time He get to the finish line The hair done got snatched up By a goddamn eagle Or something Right <laughs> you know And he trotting by Like damn Where, where the hair went the Tortoise make On the same pace And buds You know what I'm saying But they don't they Like that type of what you just said, they don't understand that. Right. Right? That that's too slow for them. Like that's boring. Consistency is is in repetition, because that's what a relationship is. Right. It's boring. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Not only re- a relationship, anything in life. Anything but, but in continue. life. Consistency, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that that all that's yeah. boring. Which is but it's hard work to stay consistent. Is that yeah. it's, it's hard, hard work. work. Yeah. But it bears the fruit that you want. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It produces the the things that you always you always wanted in your life, but it just produces it slow. Right. Right? You may have the other guy, he producing it real quick, but it's it, it's it's hollow. Mm. Once you start peeling it back, it's nothing in there. Yep. I heard somebody say, like, which is more important, the soil or the flower that comes from it? And this is soil. It's the soil. It's always. All the nutrients and everything you gotta do to, you know, make that flower grow. So yeah. 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 That was a hell of a question, though. Yeah, no, nah, for real. And and again, I think, you know, us us as men, as far as how we quell that, I think we got to stop being so inclusive in terms of, like, including 
women and how we lead. Mm-hmm. Men have to come up with some kind of code between us that we stand on. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's, it's nothing wrong with, like, involving your woman or whatever. But a lot of men are literally looking for that woman to lead them. Like, okay, I won't make this move unless she approves. Or I won't make this move yeah. unless, you know, she. I, I got her blessing. Sometimes as men, again, part of being a leader, everybody not going to see the vision. Yep. They not. Especially, you know, when you're looking out as far as you should be looking. Mm-hmm. Like we always say on this part, staying three steps ahead when you're playing chess as far as thinking. Everybody not going to see that vision. Women especially, because women are emotional. Women are, you know, they want it right now. Like that, they all, you know, a lot of them are short sighted, if we're just gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. But men, you're supposed to be that calm and presence through it all. Don't get too high, don't get too low, because we always looking down the line. We know what's coming. So I, I can't overreact right now because that's gonna jeopardize the longevity that that smooth hole just got done talking about. So mm-hmm. I think we as men, we, we, we really gotta just start stepping up in the leadership aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, you are my woman and you are on side of me. And I I would gladly accept your counsel, but final say is on me. Veto power is on me. Mm-hmm. Because, again, if this relationship goes wrong, that falls on me, mm-hmm. not you. You're going to get sympathy when, when we get divorced. It's like, oh, what did he do to you? Oh, he cheated. People don't even got to know what happened. They're going to automatically assume, oh, he cheated. They got a divorce because he cheated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, again, the decision making is just like in the, the NFL. Like as a as a as a star player on the team, I can come out quarterback, something like that. I can come out throw five touchdowns for five hundred yards. We lose. I got to come up in front of that microphone and say we got to do better. Mm-hmm. Even though the defense gave up eight hundred yards mm-hmm. and gave up ten touchdowns, and I had a flawless game. I didn't turn the ball over one time. But I, as a leader, I got to come up and say, "Hey, we got to do better. We got to improve. We 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 we." Mm-hmm. That's fair. So as as a man, accepting that leadership is, okay, I got to come up with a plan for how this family is going to go. I got to make sure that we discipline. I can't lean because she's being emotional and because I want to please her. You know what? I'm going to get off of the path to go please her, you know, because uh, she's emotional in, in the moment. Mm-hmm. I got to say, you know what? You're emotional right now, and I get it, and I take what comes with that. Mm-hmm. But we got to stay focused. Mm-hmm. We got to stay on this path. And that's from a financial perspective. That's from a, a, a how we raise our kid perspective. That's just from a just a moral code integrity perspective. And a lot of men sway based on the woman in their life because they're so busy trying to please her that you forget to lead. Yes. Exactly. Not realizing that she's with you because she wants to be led. Right. Hey, and men, bro, like you got to recognize like the skills in your woman. Yeah. And yeah. you got to manifest them in her. You get what I'm saying? Like, like she she may be great at something you would never be good in. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't take it as damn. I ain't gonna never mess with it because she just gonna outdo me. No, bro. Whatever helps the team, we all win. Yeah, we all win. You get what I'm saying? So if she great at something that's gonna get her a million dollars, that's a million dollars for the team. Mm-hmm. And that's what you gotta understand, and that's what she gotta understand, right? And not to even cut you off, but as a man, she may be better at it than me. But as a man, you still need to learn how to do it anyway. Yep. Yeah. That's that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Which you got some men literally in this, pardon me, in this era and traditional eras that'll come home, go work out all week. I mean, not work out, work at their job all week, come home, bring the check home, give it to her. Okay, baby, you just, you do whatever. I don't, I don't know nothing about finances. I don't know nothing about none of that. Yeah. No. If I'm the leader of this shit, I, it's just like in the corporate world. If I'm the manager, I need to know how to do everybody's roles that are under me. Yep. Every single one of them. Because how am I going to know if you're doing it right if I don't know how to do it? 
Now again, that, there are some people that are going to be more skilled than me. Oh, she might be better with numbers, or she may be better with negotiations, or she may just be more yeah, of a people person. That type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I should be able to buckle down and get all of that done if necessary. Maybe not at that clip, mm-hmm. but I should be able to get it done. Absolutely. That's what being a leader is. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's no part of this ship that I shouldn't know how to run. What's None. That? Because again, if all else fails, this ship go down. They're not looking at her. Even though she's the most skilled driver, she was driving the boat. No, no, no. The man, the captain, it's your fault. Yep. And so we firing your ass up. That's real. <laughs> that's the way they that's do it. That's real. <laughs> we but, ask, uh, how, how would we? Yeah. Like, how would you quell that? Get, that? Get, the, get the relationship better? Yeah. Knowing, like, what, walking into that as a man, like, what's, what should your mindset be? Man, I'm so, I'm saying it's two things, and it's, it's, it's both sides to blame. This is what it is. As men, um, I think one, it comes from we just need to be more responsible with our seed. Mm. Yeah, that's the go. main thing right there. So right there, go ahead. We, you know, what I'm saying, laying down with just anybody and everybody, dropping your seed off. Don't want to take care of the kid. Mad that she wants to keep it, but you laid with her unprotected. Yeah. Now I always get on the women because yes, on the flip side, like y'all are receiving that. Y'all on the receiving end of that. Y'all dictate. What happens? So yeah, I'm gonna put the blame on you too. Um, but when when it comes to but that's the that's the surface. That's where it just starts mm-hmm. because then now you don't having no man in the house. Now you're just a woman. Y'all struggling or whatever. Even if it's just just a woman, she's not struggling. Yeah. You still don't have a man in the house. Period. So that's that's one issue that we got to take care of. We just have to be better leaders and make better decisions because right now what I see, women just don't trust us as right. men. They don't trust us. They don't respect us. And so with with all of that, they're not listening. So for the men that are trying, the men that are trying to be, you know, better themselves and do good, they're not trying to hear that. That's he, a fact. He's voicing himself. You know, he, you know, may may tell you some things he's uncomfortable about. He gets shut down. So now I'm not talking. I'm shutting down because you're not listening to me. But when you're supposed to be the person I come to, we you know when these things come up. Mm-hmm. And so now he's shut down. So we just it's just a it's just a whole mess, man. We got to really sit down and just have some honest conversations and also stop being with people that you don't want to be with. Like, leave early. Like, y'all in situations where you knew month two, y'all went together, but y'all, y'all a year and a half, got a kid, you thinking that's going to help. He pro- The man proposing, thinking that he got a shot, and she been mentally checked out. Right. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like stuff like that, man. We just got to be real, and we got to get better because we, we fucking ourselves up. You know, they were showing that they were showing that gender. I mean, at, uh, I, I posted that shit the other day about uh, how much money we spend versus how much money we actually saving and things like oh, that. Oh right, right. It was like one point seven trillion or some shit like oh, that yeah. that we didn't spend. We spend it more than anybody, and we don't have no money to show for it. He's talking the black community. Yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, for we sure. we got to get better, man. A lot of that is because we're not together. We separate. You doing your thing, I'm doing my thing. We ain't bringing our resources together. Helping each other out, everybody paying fifteen hundred dollar rent instead of being under one roof. Like, you know what else? Another thing that I, I don't notice, I don't even think about this. Um, in terms of you know a man's kids is, or his girl and his wife, you know a lot of dudes don't really look at their wife and their kids, or maybe not even wife, maybe a girlfriend with a kid, but they don't look at them as an extension of their legacy. They look at them as obligations, mm-hmm. and they move in that way. And what I mean is that selfish mindset that you're talking about. It's like, ah, oh, I got to go home. 
had a wife and a kid. And it's just, oh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like an obligation. Instead of like, okay, this is my wife, this is my kid. Both of them represent me. They carry my name, so I gotta set up place to where I advance us. You know what I'm saying? Not just, okay, me go get the bag, and then I just take care of them on the back end. Right. No, no, no. How can I advance us? So, like, when I'm getting the game, I should be passing it down to my wife or passing it down to my kid. But I should be, again, have that foresight to, like, I'm trying to advance us with every play. Every play is advancing us, not just me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of men don't look at their woman and they baby like that. A lot of it is, you know, because we're not in the house. And a lot of a lot of men is not taking care of their mm-hmm. kids. That's, yeah, that's a lot, lot of us thing. don't look at our woman like an asset. Right. We we look at her as a liability. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like she she's slowing me down from getting to where I want to go. Or if I wanted to go this far and she wasn't here, I would get there a lot faster than her being here. And a lot of men don't understand like that's to me that's a lie because your focus would be off. You'll be dealing with multiple women. Your focus wouldn't be there. Or you just didn't pick the right woman. That's a fact too. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just she shouldn't real be holding like it shouldn't. The work shouldn't be harder when she get there. Bingo. It should make your load a whole lot lighter. Mm-hmm. Bingo. And again, we talk about it all the time. Like the woman should be bringing more to your life than she's taking away from it. The fact is that men will sacrifice what she brings to my life for how she looks or how good the sex is. Or now that I had a kid, it's like, ah, oh, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck here now. But we didn't have that that foresight at at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like, how well will we do as a as a unit? Down the line, five, ten years from now. A lot of men don't think that far in advance. And that's what I mean by looking at your girl as a, you know, an obligation or a liability. Mm-hmm. So you didn't pick the wrong woman. Now, if you to pick the right woman, what Smooth was talking about applies. She's an asset to your situation. Don't get me wrong. Now she may, you know, kick up a fuss here and there again. Women are emotional. Right. But she's not gonna stop the train Mm-mm. at all. Because she understands what you're fighting for. And again, you are communicating what you're fighting for as a leader. It's to advance us as a family. And yep. you keeping her in the loop and you letting her know, hey, baby, this this play is because of this. I'm hey, setting up this and, play for that. That type of woman, she is she goddamn fighting to keep the train going too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? She greasing the goddamn brakes on that thing. You get what I'm saying? She making sure that she she may change out a, a few bolts here and there. Right. Because she she knows, hey, this train depends on us to make it run. We got we got kids. Because the moment you have a kid, bro, that kid is a liability. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's an offense because financially, you kick out more. That kid kicks out nothing. You know what I'm saying? And that's for what eighteen, twenty four years type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? And, 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 and twenty five. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And then in the perfect world, like like me and my wife building. But my child, like, he'll never have to pay a bill in our crib. You get what I'm saying? No matter what happens in his life. No one is he not messing up and he's trying through life, bro. You can come live with me forever. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you can make sure, like, you got a place to stay type of thing. But in, in the sense of saying that, you are a liability to me. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because you, you're you not helping. You're not you're not contributing anything financially you're taking from me. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and people don't understand that. The moment you have a kid, bro, your whole life changes. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a if your rent, most people rent for the year twelve thousand, right? You have a you have a newborn, you gonna spend another twelve in that year. That's twenty four thousand that you always have to make. You know what I'm saying? You all you ain't paying no bills. You, you ain't you ain't you know what I'm saying? You ain't eight. Your kid ain't eight, but you always gotta you know what I'm saying? You always gotta make that type of money. 
And a lot of people don't understand that, and they run from that responsibility because that's a lot of pressure. You have a kid, bam. Oh man, I got this. I got this. I got this rent. I gotta pay. And I got this car note. How I'm gonna get that done? Because that's the first thing that that me being from the hood, that'd be the first thing I hear out people's mouth that ain't ready. Damn, I got this rent. I got this car, man. My girl got this car, man. We we paying notes on it. Damn, what we gonna do, man? What we gonna? It's a lot of pressure. Don't have no car trouble. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you ain't got no room for no mess up. Nothing. Something go wrong. It's over. It's over. We in the hole. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And a lot of people, and that speaks on the men these days. A lot of men, they not leaders. They don't understand. I'm gonna give up this car. We are gonna have one car, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna give up both these cars. We are gonna go get a cash car. You get what I'm saying? That, that costs a thousand or something, and, and we gonna work that until until we rise together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may get a promotion at a job. I may get a promotion at a job. That all fits for our family. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people are run from that, which they do. A lot of us do. A lot of men, we we run from them situations. And, you know what I'm saying, we try to go make a better life for ourselves and leave our kid behind. And leave the girl with that had our kid behind. So you got to choose your man wisely, bro. Mm. You want to see your, for real, if I was a woman, I want to see my man under pressure. I want to see how you react under pressure. Yep. Because that's going to let me know who you are, especially if I'm in my 20s. That's going to let me know who you are for the rest of your life. That's gonna let me know. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what women need to be. They they need to be searching for the right answers. You know what I'm saying? It ain't all about a, a pretty face and a smile, bro. That don't get you. That don't pay no bills, baby. <laughs> Not a one. Yeah, you know that's real. <laughs> all that don't pay no bills, baby. Them, them nice ass clothes he got on don't pay no bills. That actually took away from the household. You know what I'm saying? You gonna get that Gucci belt that's five hundred and all that. All that took away from bills. You could have paid some bills up for the month because bills don't ever stop. That's what people don't realize. You would never stop paying bills even to the day you die. And even when you die, you got anything extra left over, credit and all that. They taking, they taking it. That you got, too. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. You got life insurance. They taking it. If you got a, if you got a house and you got some real good life insurance, they gonna pay the house first before they give it to you people. That's just how. That's just how they how, how they work business. So you gotta understand. Every day I'm living, I, I, something is going to cost me. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Something shit. is going to cost me. Yep. So you need to pick your your partner in a sense of that. Like, like what are you contributing here? Like it's it, like like Nip used to say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, more money in, less money out. Yeah, all money in, no money yeah, in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Real. Yeah. Like you really need to apply that to your life. Like, what type of man am I getting? Like, what type of man are you? Like. Like, like when you're back against the wall, like when things come about, like, do you run things by me? Like, are you cool with partnership with us doing things? Are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's certain questions like you really need to know answers to. And I feel like a lot of people, even men, we don't ask them type of questions. That's what I was about to get into. Yeah. We don't ask them type of questions. So that's why it's always, man, fuck the other side. Yeah. That's why it's always like that. Yeah. But again, just like Smooth talking about picking, picking the right man as a man, you got to pick the right woman. Because when you don't, bro, like when you have a woman that come in there with a selfish mindset and she's only concerned with you taking care of us, she's only concerned with, you know, okay, I want to have this baby or I want this designer or I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. But she's not thinking in terms of family. She's not thinking in terms of, okay, what's going to be the best play for this family right now? I know I may want to take this trip, but I'm willing to get dirty with my man for these six months. So we can climb out of this debt and have a little bit of money tucked to the side, stacked to the side. If you pick the right woman, you ain't even got to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. 
she's aware of everything that's going on. So it's like, ah, all right, baby, yeah, we're going to have to get low for a minute. We ain't going to be able to that's eat out for, for two months yeah. because we're trying to stack up right now. Let, let's go to the grocery store. Let's cook instead. You know what I'm saying? When you got that type of woman, mm-hmm. you're going to reach your goals 10 times faster than if you got a, a walking liability, that's which is what a lot of men choose. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's real. So, again, vetting these women, how did they grow up? What does she prioritize? Like, like, how does she view family? Just like Smooth was talking about in the last part. How, how does she view family? That's very important. How does she view her role, not mm, her right. family? Yeah. How does she view her role yeah. in family structure? Yeah. Mm. That's how I should have worded it. Because that right there will make or break your union and what you trying to build. You could be the most focused motherfucker in the world, but if she's serving as an anchor mm. to what you're trying to get to, y'all mm. going to be constantly clashing and you're not going to get nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now you're going to die and leave your kid in the same situation that you left. And the goal is for us to advance it. When I die, my, my daughter going to be 10 times more advanced you know what than what I was when I came in there. I'm, I'm, shit, I'm going to be disappointed you get a crib that's half a million dollars. Because <laughs> you're already living in one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm be that, that, that's, just, that's how the other side look at. The, right. the, 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 the ones that ain't got melanin. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you all this bread and you blow it. You go backwards. How they look? That's real. Hell of a hell of a segment, man. We're gonna get into uh one more here. I didn't I ain't plan to stay on them that long. Well, we got a couple right, quick ones good, we can man. we can uh tap into. Baby. Um pardon, pardon. Okay, it was a it was a clip, man. Uh, <laughs> it's a clip in regards to sneaky Lincoln. <laughs> For those that aren't aware what a sneaky link is, right? A sneaky link is typically you are creeping around with somebody yeah. that you are not supposed to be creeping with. Right mm-hmm. now, you may have a girlfriend. They don't. They may have a girlfriend or boyfriend. You don't. Both of y'all may be in relationships, but y'all just rock with each other. And y'all on the low with it. You know what I'm saying? You pulling up on, on lunch break. You pulling up, sneaking over there whenever you get a chance to type of stuff. It's a sneaky link. It's like we're not supposed to be doing this, but yeah. it's fun. And we both in it. So this clip, I just wanted to get that context while we play this clip, right? Now, this is a couple that, you know, at one time were sneaky links, according to her. According to her. <laughs> he didn't know. The whole time he thinking they working towards something productive. You know but from her end, it was a sneaky link situation. So I'm going to play this interaction, and I want to get y'all a response. That is funny. <laughs> ever had a sneaky link? Any- you ever had a sneaky link? If anything, you was for a while. What? You know how I many niggas was surprised when we got engaged? Like, I didn't even know they was fucking. I was your sneaky link? Basically. I was not telling you I was fucking you. Can you really marry the sneaky link? I did. Wow. Do you realize how many people were surprised? Are you kidding me? When we got engaged, people were like, when did that happen? I didn't know I was a sneaky link, though. You wow. thought that I advertised you? Oh. <laughs> Hey. Now my, they was on a public platform <laughs> online having this conversation. This wow. wasn't a conversation in the back room somewhere. This was wow. a. I think they they got a podcast or something. And they he let her post it. Fam, bro, that it came down immediately. We we <laughs> ended the pod, bro. We had we had some things to talk about. So who else was who, who was the number one? Who was the one that was in the forefront? I, I clearly was. <laughs> I want to hear it again. What the last part she said? She said. About, she, she said you actually think I was advertising you? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> she said oh, all friends was looking like who is this? <laughs> she said you know how many people was shocked when I announced our engagement. He's like him. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what's fucked up? Bro, she no, did your favor. I'm going to pull the Kenny. Nah, go ahead. She go got ahead. some nerve. <laughs> nah, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She got some nerve. <laughs> Fam. Wow, bro. Fam. We, we say it all the time, bro. That's why I, I say it all the time. When you go into a relationship, Fam. the infatuation should be equal. Bro. If it's not... One person is going to move that way, even if it's not as blatant as this was. It's going to be subconsciously. Because I feel like I did you the favor. That's what, hey, she she was talking so condescending on that boy. (laughs) And that's real. She she just so happened to voice it. But it's a lot of people in relationships right now walking around feeling that exact same way. That was that nigga first time. And she, did you see how she was popping her neck food? She was dead. She was dead serious. You know who run that that relationship. You? <laughs> you know who run that relationship. <laughs> he said, Oh, I was the, I was this nigga? Bro. You was drowning in the ocean. I threw you a life raft. I did you a favor. <laughs> you think I was gonna post you on my social media? Basically That's crazy. what she said was none of my other real ones was panning out. And I sacrificed everything to be with you. Luckily you panned out. I said, did What it? the hell? Let <laughs> me give him a chance. I said, What the hell, man? Let me just give him a chance. <laughs> I mean, he been he been on my jacket for like eight years. Yeah, I've been curving it for eight years. Let me just wow. give him a chance. Wow, wow. And that's why I never buy into that. Oh, the man should should like the woman more than the woman. Like nope. that's why. She that's was why. talking big cocky. That's big, why. Big cocky. I say big hell no. Nah. Dick energy. Hey, hey, and that's how she was talking, boy. She should have pulled the strap out on her, <laughs> not sit on it. I sit on it. Crazy part is, it wasn't even the words that killed me, bro. It was the demeanor. Yeah, it was just like that's what that's how she was talking. Like you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You really thought that? (laughs) (laughs) Like damn, she had to chuckle after she said it, bro. You know what I'm saying? My man up here looking befuddled. Bro, my man was was deeply in love till he till she said that. You boy. can't post that. Man. He questioned. It. <laughs> you can't post that. That ain't going up. Hey. That ain't going hey. up. Hey, he questioned everything. Now hold up. Cancel the part. Who it's was over. she with? Before nah, you- it's <laughs> over. You run this shit by yourself. You got to be more careful, man. Um, again, we are gonna get into another story. This oh, one crying. is probably a bit more egregious. Uh, if it can get any more egregious, it's on a- It was a posting. Terry Page situation. Just gonna read it. Wanna get y'all response to it. My dying wife asked me if I'd be okay if she had sex with her ex one last time. He said, I can't have this tied to my man, but I really need to say, oh, my name, but I really need to say something about it, and I have no one I can tell. My wife has a terminal disease. Mm. She is protected to live at most nine months. Mm. I am, of course, destroyed. Been mm. together for a decade. I don't remember life without her, and I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. Mm. I've been doing my best to make the last days of her life good and grant whatever wish I can. The doctor said that she was likely to need a wheelchair in four or five months. Mm. Then by month eight, she'll be bedridden for the last few weeks. That's if she doesn't decline faster. Recently, she sat me down and told me that one of the last things she wanted to do was have sex with a previous partner of hers. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, was shocked. And when I asked why the F she wants that, so basically she thinks that her most physically compatible, satisfying lover was him. Wow. She gave a whole monologue. 
<laughs> about how sex sometimes is just physical and how emotionally fulfilling sex with me, uh, but it was bullshit to get to that point. <clears throat> so now I'm left with this. Deny my dying wife a wish for my own ego or let her go smash another man who she feels was better. Honestly, I'm so pissed off and betrayed that she asked this of me. I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to say yes because she's dying. I don't know what I want to say, but I don't know. No, he said, I know what I want to say, but I don't know if that's right. I'm so hurt that sex with an ex was apparently so good that she needs to do it once before she dies. I just hate everything about this. Thoughts. <laughs> she got to die. Yo. She been dreaming of this before she got sick, bro. And now must would have turned to nine hours. Bro, fam. Bro. She been dreaming of this before she yes. got sick. They've been together 10 years. Yes. So since they've been married, she been dreaming about before that thing. That. Before that. She Even when they were boyfriend, girlfriend. Before that. I'm about to say, she was having sex with dude, think about ex. Bro, That's she was like this whole relationship piped, ten years. Piped me, and then when down. she finally on her deathbed, because she know now she know I got some leeway to her say la- what I want. Her last, her yeah. di- last dying wish, bro. I just want, I just want to let bro. me hit it one more time, bro. <laughs> While you watch, <laughs> <laughs> or you, or 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 you can just wait in the next room. Oh hell, bro! <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's your house. Bro Bro And I mean she would go to his house But she's not mobile She wants to be No she's mobile she, right now she Yeah right be, now uh, she, yeah. Want, she just wants to be put in the wheelchair a little sooner Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said that four five months Gonna turn into two weeks <laughs> Y'all boys going to hell on scholarship That man Yeah it's over <laughs> Man, boy, I'd have left her high and dry. I'd have said, "Yeah, I'd have said, yeah, you could do that, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Soon as she the left, I'd have took everything out of her. Boy, and she came back whole house with him. All she had was her stuff. I mean, if that's her wish, you can move with him. How about that? Go ahead, and move with him. You can get as much dick as you want. That boy ain't taking that, bro. I'm gone. She, she damaged goods. We're going after gone. that. I'm, I'm gone, done after bro. that. He gonna hit her and send her back to your crib, man. <laughs> so you can. <laughs> So you so you can see off. I'ma hit her partners before she goes. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> Show her that. video, bro. How much you love your you, wife? You got your wish. I got my wish. <laughs> Fuck off. How much you love your wife, man? Obviously not love? enough. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not enough. How much you love your wife, man? Okay. Uh-oh. Well, hold on. Hold on. Question. That's a dime. <laughs> you said in the vows to, to death, death do us part for better or for, or worse. for worse. You said that. Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. We've been sitting to in sickness mm. and in health. Okay. No. 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 She's in, she's in good standings right now. She ain't in no wheelchair. You asking all these questions? What you talking about? You still walking around eating, breathing, and taking baths and shitting around here too? Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. He gonna get out while she dies. I, I want her divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be dead for the divorce party. I don't care about that. Yeah. We gonna expedite the process. You know what I'm saying? That's sad. I don't man. care if she on her deathbed. I'm gonna help her sign and dead. <laughs> See, that's the thing. They don't make love like they used to. <laughs> 
Moving right along, man. We're going to get into quickies. <laughs> Don't take my love as a sign of weakness. Come on, man. <laughs> Okay, um, I seen a, a quote earlier for Quick Hits. I'm just going to read the quote. I'm going to get y'all response to the immediate thought comes to mind when y'all hear it. Okay. Marriage is not a bigger commitment than having a child. I want you to let that marinate. What? Marriage is not a bigger commitment than having a child. They're saying marriage weighs more than... Marriage is a bigger commitment than having a child. No. Marriage is not a bigger kid. commitment the kid having is a child. bigger commitment than, than, than marriage. Want y'all let's get a moment of silence. I don't know, bro. Think about it. Take it in. I don't, I don't have no me. kids and I'm not married. What's y'all thoughts? But I think I would think of marriage. Definitely. Yeah, my marriage weighs heavier than me having kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm. My marriage weighs. Yeah, to me. My marriage so weighs ten times heavier, heavier than okay. having a kid. Because you gotta realize, like, like uh, like they had a question before. Like, who would you say first if they somebody was drowning, your mm-hmm. kid or your wife? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my wife. You get what I'm saying? Because I can always have another kid. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I can start another family with, with my wife. I can't start another family with my kid. Mm. Question. Stop you right there. A lot of people say that. Uh-huh. I'm glad you said that. But the damage. That that would do to the relationship. That would y'all be able to get back from it? Yes, because our relationship is healthy. Now, if y'all relationship not healthy, and y'all both don't understand what this shit came with, then no, it's not going to survive. Mm. But if the relationship is healthy, y'all yeah. going to grieve together because that's y'all child. Y'all going to grieve together. But if the relationship was healthy before all that happened, y'all going to grieve for probably about two, three years. <clears throat> and then, you know what I'm saying, you let her bring up the question to you, hey, you want to have another kid? I don't, I don't know, Smooth. I, th- you, you I, I think you're kind of just wiping that over just a little too swiftly. I'm you just say, saying. You say the kid. I'm saying a good. I'm saying a good wife. No, no. Which no, I, I, I get the, the foundation of the marriage can be great, but you don't really know what how you or her is going to react until you're in that position. Until you're in that position. That is true. I'm you. saying in my, especially position. losing a baby that tragically. Now, if we talking about a miscarriage, something like that, I understand. That's totally different. But your kid, your your kid's age right now. Yeah. Y'all out fishing on the boat. He fall off the boat. He's drowning. Your wife jump in to save him. She can't swim either. She drowning. You jump in, save her. Your child drowns at the age he's at right now. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a different it's kind a, of trauma. It's a, it's a different trauma. It is. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But I'm also I'm I'm. I'm and let me knock on wood because yeah 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 yeah. Be talking like that. But, but I'm I'm yeah. thinking about in my mind what I would be thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's my wife. Like this is my partner forever. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like okay. I I I didn't met I met a couple uh. Two days ago Oh we gotta holler about that uh, Off camera mm-hmm. But I met a couple Two days ago He outlived three of his kids mm-hmm. Him and his wife still living Damn They've been married 81 years mm-hmm. Damn 81 years That's long They ain't outlived three kids Outlived three kids that's They got dope. one kid living That's dope That's, I mean, that's crazy though. Yeah that's crazy Yeah It's not common At He all. got a kid that's 60 What well, they've been married I'm, I said 80 They've been married 67 years He got a kid that's 61 mm. You hear what I'm saying So yeah, you gotta understand. Like, I can't, I can't have a family with my child. I love my child I to death. I get my life for him. You get what I'm saying? Uh, any day. But if it was that situation, if I had to choose between my wife and my son, I'm going to get my wife. You know what I'm saying? Because we can all decision, like a- after we get through grieving, we can always rebuild our life. All right, let me let me 
Let me flip the scenario. Hey, you never around. gonna find nobody like your wife, really. Right. So let me, take, but okay, go ahead. let me flip the situation around. Mm-hmm. You fell in the water mm-hmm. with your child, and you can't swim. Oh, I want my wife to go get my son. You want her to get your son? I did. But I know, I know my wife. She gonna come get me. <clears throat> she gonna come get me. I'm telling. But you would want her to go. I get would want her to go get my son. I think, but I'm pretty sure she would feel the she same. She would way. want. Yeah, she would want me to go get little Matt first, and then you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for sure. That's tough, man. That's just tough, Nick. That's I mean, how, me. I'm a jump in there. That's how big was on my show. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all going. I can't pick one. Exactly. I'm going to get on. I'm going to get Either kids. everybody come back or we all go. Exactly. So, <laughs> but that's how big love work, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how, that's how real yeah. love work. You get what I'm saying? And it's a real hard decision. It is. That's tough, man. It mm. is, but. It's tough. Because because even once you having new kids, that's gonna always come up. Your baby yep. birthday, yep. is that you know what I'm saying? The pictures that y'all done took, y'all yep. on Instagram, people. And I know my wife, like you know what I'm saying, knock on wood. You know what I'm saying? I know me and my wife, we would celebrate my child. We would yeah. do that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people wouldn't do that though. They'll just try to, you know what I'm saying, hide from them days type of shit. It hurt. You can't, you hurt. can't blame them. It hurt, man. You know what I'm saying? And especially because it happened on y'all watch. Yeah. So now y'all feel personally responsible. Mm-hmm. See, it's different if you can blame somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. But nah, that happened on my watch. And it's just like, yeah, that's that's a lot. But um, okay, um, but the only pushback that I that I wanted to add to that, because it sounds like y'all you're all both in agreement. Oh, hi- hypothetically speaking. I mean, I'm kinda in agreement with Smooth. Mm-hmm. I, I will understand why you would go that route. Because you like again, you can't have more kids. What about the marriage though? And then you didn't but you didn't build you know, you didn't build a lot with that person. Mm. And it takes a lot to build trust. You don't even know how that person going to be. You don't know what their finances like. You don't know their family. It's just so many things bro, that you can you take imagine, into consideration. Bro, you being married to a woman, she's been great for 15 years. You never had to question her loyalty. You never had to question if she was going to snake you. Or, you know what I'm saying? You never had to question, you know what I'm saying, like she's just here for my retirement or nothing like that. And you know what I'm saying? Just so happens she dies or something. She get a wreck or, you know what I'm saying? She get a terminal illness. Like, you know what your dating market going to be? It's going to be terrible. You would never find that. It's going to be a needle in the haystack. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be a needle yeah. in the haystack. You ain't got that a lot of time. That's what I'm saying. That, you know what I'm saying? So, like, damn. Okay, so. That's so, a hell of a choice. So, let's stop. Because, again, we went to the extreme. Just we like did, what most we people do. We went uh-huh. to the extreme. Uh-huh. But the question is. Let me reread it one more time. Okay. I'm going to highlight a word that I feel like kind of makes me go against the grain of what okay. y'all saying. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not a bigger commitment than having a child. And that's where I begin to go a bit left. Oh, well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's when I originally said, yeah, the, the child is a bigger commitment than the marriage. Right. Because of the simple yeah. fact, like we say all the time, marriages, that's, damn marriages, relationships fail at a 50% or higher clip, mm-hmm. Right. So just because we are, you know, committing to marriage, marriage fails at a higher than a 50% clip as well. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we're going to be together forever. But once we have a child, yeah, that's my child forever. Facts. Regardless mm-hmm. of what happened. You cheat on me, whatever, you, whatever. That's my baby. But, man, you can get divorced five years from down the line. You go live your life. I never see you again. And that's, and that's cool as long as my child. But, you know, that, that's my baby forever. So that's why I disagree at it. But in terms of you know that 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 boat situation, that's 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 a bit extreme. I think I'm I think I'm gonna go down with this hip. If I if I can't say both of them, I think I'm I think I'm gonna go yeah, down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's most that's most that's men that, in that situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? 
that your kid is definitely a bigger commitment because I mean, even if the kid 30, 40, if you're I just still living, that though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're still living and that kid 30, 40, you're still going to be that guidance. Still. You're still going to be that mm-hmm. wisdom for them. You know what I'm saying? You're going to talk to them through their day. You know, all this. It's, it's so much that play into that. And they are a representation of you forever. Yeah. They are your extension. That's your direct blood. Your wife is not. Mm-hmm. She met, she can leave, go marry another dude, be married 40 mm-hmm. years. People forget y'all was ever you're married. Yeah. But that's my baby. That's my extension. Yep. Like she looks like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So her her how she turns out is gonna be a direct reflection of me. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, I said kids so. are big. I said earlier in the part that kids are are, are really, really big commitment because mm-hmm. you have to change. And a lot of people run from them responsibilities. That's, that's, right. that's why you got the deadbeat moms and the deadbeat dads. And if we have Section Eight, we will see a uh, we will see probably for real for real an even number of deadbeat moms and dads. Mm. That's what we will see. Sheesh, that's a hell of a statement. But I, I understand what you're saying. Okay, next one. This is a pretty good one too, man. I mind you that first one I read. This one I just came with off the fly. Do you marry who you're in love with, or who's best fit? Let me rephrase. Do most people marry who they're in love with? Or who's best for them? I think I think people marry who they, they with that's the way the, the sentence is structured. Mm-hmm. They marry who they in love with, who they mm. intrigued with. You get what I'm saying? And that person, for real, for real, and that's it. Like when a, when a person is marrying for that, seven times out of ten, that 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 man isn't healthy for your situation. Mm. <clears throat> he is not healthy for what you what you are looking for. All you see is the light. You know what I'm saying? We like going back to the tortoise and you know what I'm saying, the hair. Mm-hmm. All you see is the hair. Like that's all you see. But the person, you know what I'm saying, that makes sense for you, you pass them up. And then by the time you shake back in order to what your mind should really be thinking, the tortoise and already run, won his race with somebody. Mm. Oh. Run that you, back for me. Do you marry <clears throat> who you're in love with? Or who's best for you, generally? Most people, bro. Who you're in love with, or who's best for you? Um, I believe I believe when you're when you're younger, you definitely marry who you're in love with. Mm. When you're younger, just my opinion. As you get older, I think you get married. You marry who's best for you because you understand better. You have better knowledge, right? So, like, if you, you're, like, 18, 19, you know, you be in love. and A young puppy that they talk about. Um, but as you get older, you I think you understand more. You have more wisdom. You have more knowledge. You kind of just, you know, you've lived life. So, you have a better understanding on how things work in right. general. So, as you get older, it's definitely more who's best for you. Because mm. we're talking about looks fade, you know. So, you, you definitely, you know, worry about less about looks and more about <clears throat> peace, more about <clears throat> understanding Who's you know who's responsible? Who's going to be a good listener? Right. You know things like that. You take that more into account versus when you were younger. So, but overall, I'm gonna go with it's probably gonna be best. Who's best for you? Mm. Especially men. Men gonna marry who's best for them for yeah, sure. Hey, that's for damn sure. Hey, yeah, you know I'm saying I can confidently say that. Most men, let's say most men. Let's most say men. most men. Let's say like if we go on, if we go on, if we splitting it 50 50, I'm I'ma go, I'ma go 51 <laughs> 40 or 50.1. <laughs> I 
49 points. <laughs> Look here, man. Do you know why I'm going to provide some pushback come on that? Come on. And again, this is a part. I mean, I, I really agree. But if I'm going <laughs> to provide some pushback. Come on. Come on. Because there's a saying in regards to men, right? Mm-hmm. Is that men don't marry who's best for them. They marry who's available at the time that they're ready to get married. Okay. Right? So with that saying means that we didn't let a few women who mm-hmm. were probably best for us go because we was out in the streets doing our thing. We just mm-hmm. was not ready at the time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But now that I'm 30, 29, 28, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now I'm thinking about legacy. I'm thinking about things of that nature. So now let me go find the perfect woman for me. Now, the women that I'm dealing with, maybe five, four, five of them, but a lot of times those four, five are, you know, getting shuffled for a reason. Okay. And I ain't really gravitated to one for a reason. But those are who are available to me. So it's like, okay, out of these, who are the be- who's the best out of this batch? Even though nobody in the batch may not be completely compatible with what we need, but a lot of men are typically just pick the best one out of that batch. And if she gives us an ultimatum, then we'll just go through with it. Because now we're ready to get married. Uh-huh. But we didn't let two or three of them who would have been perfect wives for us at 23, 24, 25 <coughs> go. So you don't really love her. Yeah. Exactly. I'm with you. You with me. But I think like men, men will like grow to love her because I mean, well, let, 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 let me let me rephrase. We might love her, but we not as we not as infatuated with her as like, we was like with, one of the, with the ones, ones. That, that we let pass, and we knew she was good. Every man, every man that's 30, 30 plus, he could think back to one that he know for sure. Yeah, that would have been. <clears throat> Boy. Unless he got with his girl early Because there's some situations Where you know Some dudes like got married boy. early Like your boy You know what I'm saying Me, me included um, that, that guy got with that woman early Got lucky Hit the lottery And held on for dear life mm-hmm. And here we are today But Most men That don't happen Right So If a man that's as our age And he's single Most dudes can think back To at least one I was like Man oh, Man I dropped the ball on that She would have been perfect for me but, but I just wasn't ready at the time And then when you go see her bro she be in a perfect structure, like damn. Mm. I don't. I don't agree. That's all I'm gonna say. You ain't got one. No, no, no. no. I'm, no. Oh, okay. Uh, that, oh, like no, when bro. you look back, like okay, I feel there is a point where you definitely look back and say, "Damn, I, I, I might have messed up that situation." But I also feel a good percentage of that too. You think like, "Damn, I dodged a bullet," because you end up seeing what she really became. Because back then it was kind of early, so now you in your thirties hey. and you see how she turned down. It's like. I'm glad I didn't go that route. Hey, and you, even though you did care about it. You kinda right though. You kinda you kinda, I say you kinda right. You know what I'm saying? I gotta provide because, some pushback right after you're done, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, because I'm about, I'm providing some pushback right now too. Because <laughs> I, I know <laughs> Hey, I know personally, I ain't gonna say their names. I don't even know if they watch the pod. But I know personally some great women with terrible fucking leadership. Mm-hmm. And that defines them. Nah, that's gonna take my voice. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Okay, you get what I'm saying? Like, I really know some. Like, if she wasn't with this person, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? And she just chose some a, a man with a little leadership. They done went to the top. So that matters. So what was outside of when you say like he was lacking leadership? What you mean like she was pretty much running it, running the show? 
No, it's not not necessarily that. It's that she fell for a guy who wasn't as morally sound, who wasn't as on his shit as you was. Okay. But she loved him. You know, you know how women is. Women see potential in them. They'll fall in love with a man potential or whatever, and now they, mm-hmm. they caught up two kids in or whatever. Dude was never really good for he's, him, but she loved him. a little more clean cut, maybe. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. you would have been perfectly compatible with it. And that that's what the pushback I was going to give. Have you ever heard the saying, to be Bobby Brown, then you got to be Bobby now? Yeah, for sure. Right? So what that means is that if I go back and change something, which is why people, when they travel in time, they say, don't change something, because mm-hmm. that's going to set off that's an gonna, effect that's right. going to do da 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 Exactly. That situation is in line with that. Mm-hmm. Even though she may, have, she may be three, four kids deep now with a deadbeat, overweight, this, that, and the third. But again, that may speak to that man's leadership. What Smooth talking about? If she'd have got with me back mm-hmm. then, she'd have got with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe a totally different story. She may be on us, on us stuff. Good job, right. two kids, yeah. solid structure, I know everything. Like that. It's still sweet women. I agree. Great women. It's just they love the dude that they with, and that dude ain't, bro. The yeah, dude mm-hmm. be. I agree with that. Like, like if you didn't have these kids. Like, would you be tied to this man? A lot of times we and we see that. Like when when they be together, we be like, right. I wonder how this gonna work out. Y'all that's, that's, that's real. We do. We see, we see so all the time. Uh, her leadership, her representation of leadership, because that's what us men are to women. We mm-hmm. are they representation of the leadership that mm-hmm. they gonna follow. The leadership matters. It's true. The boat you get on and who's steering it does matter. I don't think they. Attention, they don't pay attention they don't to that. You're right, they don't. They you, just you 100% right. they don't. with the love part, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah, and that's what I mean yeah. by short sighted when I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Short sighted because it feels good right now being mm-hmm. with him. I'm not thinking 10 years down the line, I'm not thinking, okay, how ambitious is he? Yeah. Like, how, how, how. Active is he in pursuing the goals that he's telling me that he said, yeah, I'm in school. Yeah, yeah, I plan on doing this. But how active is he in actually pursuing these things? You know, everybody ships float the same when they docked. Mm-hmm. Got them docked. Everybody ship float the same, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a bar. But the, mo- <laughs> the moment you take it from the dock. That's a fact. Hey, you so you get away, you get away like ten miles. You start seeing those in it, a little water creeping through. What he doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. he may be like, ah, that, that ain't a good leader. Right, a good leader gonna so, as soon as he see the water just coming down a little bit. Hey, tighten that boat up. Get that up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Real. Do this, do this, do that, do that. Yeah, that's the difference. That's real. That's the only difference. Everybody, but but. The one that's all fucked up be the shiny motherfucker at the dock. That's true. It be shining in a bitch. And the one, the one, the one that's goddamn got well you. put together, that's an old ship. Mm-hmm. Look, look like it's 40, 30 see years stains old. Stains on Y'all, it. A little see bit of stains on it. on it. He don't paint the outside. Nope. Why? Because I ain't got time to. My, when you coming inside, though, oh, this different. <laughs> but they don't want to step inside. And the irony. When that shiny ship at the dock that you talking about go out in that ocean and start going down, now you're looking at that old ship to save me. Exactly. Exactly. That's real. Because it's, it's near. Exactly. Save me, please. This this shit going downhill. I'm about Bro, to drown. Anything. That's OS. That's real. That's real. That's cold. Whether he got a girl or not. Whether he got a girl or not. Straight up. That's how they be, bro. Damn. Uh, damn, that's that, cold. That's I'm, that's crazy. That y'all said that because the, <laughs> recently I was scrolling through Instagram and just being nosy, just you know trying to see how people are today. Mm-hmm. Just checking in. And I was like, damn, you ain't married no more. Mm. You not married no more. Oh, and like these were people that didn't had a couple kids and families. And I and in my head I'm like, 
I, I called it earlier because it was like y'all two just wasn't. But especially with again, it comes back to how I saw it. It was just the women today. You know, like did a couple of these women, like they got their masters mm-hmm. and things like that. So like they educated women, got real good jobs, and dudes they was with seemed like you know they seemed like they was clean cut guys, mm-hmm. but they wasn't like leader like we talking about. Right. Like you can tell, like okay, they cool, but she definitely running that motherfucker yeah. like, like heavy and running him. So it's like, ugh. so yeah, women definitely gotta women definitely gotta vet better and, and make better decisions because some of them do just because they listen to you. And do everything that you want them to do for you doesn't mean that that's good for you. Exactly. They say all money ain't good money. Like time another table. That's real. So I say the the shit that you don't want to hear is typically what helps you the most. Yes. Yes. That's real. Mm-hmm. But that brings us right into our next one. God damn me. Leadership. This is a hell of a topic. I just want to stay on it, and we're gonna give women a blueprint. Oh, said these women need to vet better. We gonna help them. Um, I want to ask y'all a question. As a man. Hmm. Leadership to you is what? Mine's is never panicking. That's my leadership. Mm. That's my number one quality. Never panic, never folding. Goddamn me. I'm never like like you said all the time. I'm never too high. I'm never never too low. I'm always level headed. Like I see I see farther than what I could actually see what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like I understand the vision. I understand how we're gonna get there. It may not bend and happen, but I understand how we're gonna get there. And, it, and we may have to go through all time. We might, uh, we may have to go through hard times. We may have to risk a few things. Yep. But we're gonna get there. That's leadership to me. Yeah. Shit. Leadership is a lot, man. Leadership is a lot. Leadership. You gotta keep your composure. Smooth, similar to a smooth talking about. You gotta be a good listener. You gotta be understanding. You gotta. You can't be afraid to be critiqued. Mm. You know, that's. I think that's major. You also, one of the key parts about being a leader is you have to know what it feels like to be at the bottom. That's a like, fact. You have True. to know what, how to fall, how, you know, like being able at the bottom and, and falling multiple times mm-hmm. because that's what you're going to deal with in life. Like you, you're going to have a lot of ups and downs in life. Yeah. And if you can't bounce back from that, like with grace, like you're not going to make it. Because True. you got a lot of shit in this world that's going to happen. It's going to be family problems, financial problems, friend problems, work problems, car problems. Can I add one more? It's going to be so much. Can I add Come one more? On. I would say the ability to adapt. Mm. Mm. That was coming. Oh, yeah, that was you know coming. Mm-hmm. A leader mm-hmm. I was gonna say, knows like, how like a, to adapt jack of to all anything. Trades. To in, even if you don't know how to do it, you pick it up on the fly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want this sink, you don't want this this uh boat sinking. You get what I'm saying? So you're gonna do whatever you gotta do. You're gonna learn. I I I I got it. And then make this shit happen. That's just what leaders do. Leaders don't don't scramble and then jump jump the ship and go get a whole new ship. Right? Leaders ain't doing that. We fixing what we got right then and there, and then we gonna keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. So I would say the ability to adapt too mm-hmm. is very important. Mm. I would say leadership is the ability to prioritize, like I said before, it's the ability to prioritize what needs to be done over what I feel like doing. It all boils down to discipline. Discipline. Seeing down that field and realizing, yeah, I know I want to go out and I want to buy super expensive clothes. I want to go buy a $60,000 chain. I want to go buy, you know, that G-Wagon and things of that nature. But, um, I don't have any investment set up. I don't have a student fund set up for. I mean, a college fund set up for my baby. I don't. I don't have a, 
a two year savings plan just in case I lose this job or something. You know what I'm saying? We live in check to check. So, I mean, I could I could afford to go do it. But if something goes left, the whole ship goes down, right? Leadership is having that foresight. It's like, okay, I cannot react emotionally at all. No decision is made from emotion, not one. Regardless of how much I may want to fly off of the handle, because just like women get emotional, men get emotional too. Absolutely. Certain things happen, you know what I'm saying? We want to just go jump out the window and go do things, right? But a leader, you're not doing that. A leader is going to analyze the entire situation multiple times just before I make one play. Because I got to account for everybody that's depending on me. You know what I'm saying? So especially if you are a husband or something like that. Now, I got a wife. I got a kid. I got I got this. I got these people depend on me. Like, literally, my leadership. So I I don't have the latitude to react in an emotional manner. So I got to I gotta think. I got to always stay ahead of the game. I got to be knowledgeable about everything. I'm constantly learning, which is speaking of what O was saying. You cannot be a great leader if you don't know how to follow. You got to learn it from somewhere. Nobody was just born with the, you know, the knowledge to just move and just do what they want to do. No, I had to watch something. I had to be perceptive. And that's another key that I feel like being resourceful. Like a leader is going to make the decision and, and it's pressure that, that comes with that. Right. And make just being able to make the decision is, is big. We're going to be honest. Women don't want to make the decision. That's why regardless of how strong she is, regardless of how big she is in the field, how, you know, an independent woman, this, that, and the third, deep down inside, women want to follow a man that know where the hell he's going. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So being able to make the decision, even though I may not be 100% confident in this decision, but my resourcefulness is going to help me be able to navigate it if something go wrong. Let's just be honest. Everybody makes plans, but most of them hardly ever go as planned. So as a leader, I got to have a plan D in mind. Like that's what leadership is. It's foresight. It's resourcefulness. It's discipline. It's, it's again, prioritizing what needs to be done over what I feel like doing. And everybody is not built to do that. And that's why we got so many broken families out here, so many kids without their daddies, so many, you know, women that's, that's left to raise two, three, and four kids and be masculine, you know, because the man is not in the picture. Yeah. These same women that we villainize for being masculine, we leaving them as single mothers. So now they have to kind of pick up a masculine trait just to be able to try to give their kid the full perspective. Yeah. Because that man didn't do his job. That man wasn't disciplined enough to say, you know what, okay, even if me and her is not going to work, I'm going to still be in my kid's life. I'm going to still take care of my kids. That man said, you know what, I'm going to do what I feel like doing. That's the least you can Over what needs to be done. I'm going to dip up out of here like Smooth saying, go start a whole new family. I don't even remember that. I'm gonna start a whole new family, just like uh, Serena and Venus' daddy did in, in that in that movie. We're we gonna keep it G. He got all that praise, King Richard. Oh, he's five girls. He did it. Da, da, da. People don't understand. He left a family of five girls that he created to go be with Serena and Venus' mom. That's what I'm talking about. That's crazy. Doing what you feel like doing over what needs to be done, and every man not built like that. So, so in a sense, that's how I see it. In a sense, Serena and them wasn't supposed to be made. Right. That's right. crazy. I was, uh, it was just, damn, it was a TikTok or video, something like that I seen recently. And they were just talking about, they used an example about a leadership. And they were saying how you can obviously tell the two difference of leadership styles with someone who have their master's, PhD, whatever, they get hired for a certain role versus the person that started from the bottom and worked their way up to be at that role. Nine times out of ten, that person that worked their way up 
will treat their staff way better than the person oh, just yeah, came in. Oh, yeah, because they got people skills. They exactly. understand exactly. what them people going through. Right. Everything. Them people with that paperwork, man, all you is is a number to them. Because yep. that's what production comes down to. It comes down to numbers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So all you is is numbers to them. They don't care if you've been employee of the month mm-hmm. for, to, for uh, six months, seven months. They don't care about none of that. What the numbers say. But a person like you just said that came from the bottom, like they care about all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they because sure they understand I was there before. Yeah. I know how hard it is. Yep. For real. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I see. And then that same person see the hunger in the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I get up here, I'm going to bring this person up. They, they That person ready. You know what I'm saying? That person need a little bit of guidance, but in two years, they'll be ready. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Instead of somebody above them that don't know nothing about nothing, they coming in and, oh, uh, they've been here 10 years? Oh, come on. But they not a leader. They missing days. You get what I'm saying? Like, they have been rolled up a couple times. Like, that's stuff you would never know. And if you don't counsel your people, if you're not a person that understands, I got to counsel my people to understand what's around me. You're going to always make mistakes. You're going to make the sink. You're going to make the, uh, the, the boat. Yeah. yeah that's make that sink. Because you don't know. That's crazy, man. It's I like fair. that. Okay, so as, you know, again, we got a young, a lot of young dudes that listen to this part. Mm-hmm. How can they be better leaders? How can they work towards being a great leader? Because I, me personally, I feel like leadership is something that's, you know, again, everybody has, I don't say everybody, a lot of people have the ability to lead, mm-hmm. but it has to be nervous. It has to be you know, program has to be trained. You have to work on it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's people that's born fast, but they may not, they may be half as fast as what they should be if they right. actually put that work in. So if y'all had to give a young dude advice, like how, like what steps should they take to be better leaders? When, when you face an adversity, that's when that, that like, that's, that's going to be your biggest tool of learning what type of leader you're going to be. Right. And if it and in that moment, like if you a runner, say say you recognize, man, I go to my parents for everything, or you know what I'm saying, I, I lean on somebody else to get this done, or so, bro, you can stop that right then and there and just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to understand what being a depression is like. Because when you start having a family, bro, that is constant pressure. You got a wife, bro. That's constant pressure. The moment you buy that house with that white picket fence, as people <laughs> would say, that is constant pressure. That's a fact. So you need to understand, like you need to understand who you are under pressure. That's who you need to understand. And if it ain't the right person, you need to also be looking at yourself like if it ain't the right person, you need to whip yourself in the shape. Whatever it take to make sure, hey, I'm gonna stick it out no matter what. I'm gonna learn from this mistake. I'm gonna adapt. You get what I'm saying? Like that's what you need to be putting together, and you need to pick up these skills while you you know you need to pick. And and a lot of that is gonna be mainly people skills. Right. Yep. A lot of that is going to be people skills yep. and dealing with different people, not just your people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because other people is going to see it different and you need to understand how they seeing it and all these type of things and, and, and looking at other leaderships, like looking at other people that you, that, that like, like, cause leaders stick out. That's just what it is. Like look at how they're leading and you can just take, take tools from their toolbox and put it in yours. That's all you need. Oh, I can maybe be better um, leaders. One of my things I would say is seeking out wisdom, mm. especially from like older cats, people that's been around, people that's been married 10, 15 years, people that's been divorced, like just things like that. Like I think you just, just that all around experience. You need positive role models that's in better positions than you 
and just sometimes just sit down and just soak some game up. Think, ask them the process that they went through. Did they go to college? Did they go to a trade school? Did they take different certs or things like that? Like it's so many different levels, you know, to it. Um, just just soaking up the game, just like like Smooth saying, it's just learning. Being a people person, you have to learn them people skills, and that's really what it comes down to on like a real basic level. And then you just grow from there. Everything else becomes easy, but you got to be able to be a good listener and be able to be ready to soak up the game from people that's been there before and that knows more than you. That's nothing. Some people just think they know everything and like, nah, you don't know that that was, that was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But to some merit, a lot of things that they saying still runs true to today. True. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Times change, things change, but a lot of the stuff is, you know, is, is, is the same at the same time. So that's definitely one of the biggest ones for, to me. Um, I agree, man. I think um, the main thing for me is, like, constantly working on your weaknesses. Mm. I know, like, we got a tendency to, like, if we get good at something, we'll just lean on that. Mm-hmm. And just say, hey, man, this, this is what I'm great at. So I'm going to just keep doing this, keep doing this, because it, it empowers me. It makes me feel better. I think the the best attribute you could pick up in life, man, is is being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Facts. That's just real. Like, you should constantly always be working on something, bro. Like, Again, I, I I do a lot of things well, but I'm constantly searching for information on things that I don't or things that I may just be unfamiliar with. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's branding or whether it's marketing or whether it's, you know, software or editing. It's a, I'm always researching something. I'm always reading something. I'm constantly just trying to, I'm just thirsting for knowledge. So that way when the situation comes up, I have at least some kind of bank that I can reach from to go to. That's what leadership is. We talked about resourcefulness just a, a minute ago. That's what resourcefulness is. It's like having a plan E in case something go left. You know what I'm saying? Because I just have the the knowledge. So that would be the main thing is just constantly working on your weaknesses. Get comfortable being uncomfortable because the only thing constant in this life is change. Facts. And that's that's real. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well just get used to that. Bills and taxes too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that would be my, my, my main thing, man. Just constantly stay sharpening your sword, bro. You ain't never too old to be learning something new. They got... People 65, 70 years old that's still learning. That's still trying to pick up, you know what I'm saying, skills and different traits like that. So you at 18, 19, you got a long way to go. 20, 24, 30. Yeah. As you get older, you just want to get more efficient at doing things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, hell of a hell of a situation. We're gonna get into advice column at this point. <laughs> Okay, let me see. Oh, wait, you out and you oh. and you sleep in your mama's house. Things been good to me. All right, first one is from Nadia, Patreon member. All right, she says, uh, hey, crew, much love for the content you put out. I've been uh, binging on all your episodes for the last two weeks. I'm currently on episode 69. So y'all talked about cheating and neglect. It seems like a double-edged sword, in my opinion. I'll put my questions first since I'm leaving y'all with a novel. Uh, what are your views on loyalty in a relationship? Do you feel loyalty is gained after respect? Is respect greater than loyalty? Uh, situation. At the start of 2020, I moved in with my boyfriend. Everything was perfect until lockdown happened. He wasn't working, but he was collecting EDD. I was still working full time. I started to feel neglected with him not holding up the house or at least doing something while I was at work. It led to our arguments becoming more consistent and he became physically abusive. I mentally checked out and I slept with a friend. 
I justified my actions due to his abuse, and I took full responsibility for cheating and moved out. A couple weeks later, my ex wanted to get back together. I told him if we do, it would be a lot of work we both have to put in, and he agreed. He started sleeping around with other girls lying. <laughs> I, just, I, I just didn't wanna, say, I didn't taste that freedom. I just want to get you back so I can get you. You know how I go. <laughs> you know how I know what he's thinking. Uh, he started sleeping around with other girls lying, blaming me for everything going wrong in his life and just mm-hmm. dragging me through the mud. Mm-hmm. His reasoning is because he didn't trust me. What I did damaged his loyalty towards me. I've done everything I possibly could to fix our relationship and gain his trust, but it always fell back on me not having loyalty and cheating. Mm-hmm. I did my best to prove him wrong. I even went into therapy for six months and realized <laughs> his abuse was a trigger for the trauma I had from my parents. My mm. dad was physically abusive to my mom, but mm. she always tolerated it and stayed. This trauma caused me to seek revenge on anyone who hurt me. I've put in a lot of work and I can say I'm not the person I was a year ago. I'm the person I'm supposed to be. Uh, I want to get your opinion because it's weighed heavy on me after my breakup. I'm trying to heal myself so I don't bring insecurities of cheating in someone else's life. And also, what is the real meaning of loyalty? So I'm going to read the questions again. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. What are your views? <laughs> if Kenny was in <laughs> I know what he was saying. Uh, what are your views on loyalty in a relationship? Do you feel loyalty is gained after respect? Is respect greater than loyalty? Damn. What are your views on loyalty in a relationship? When you hear loyalty in a relationship, what do you think of? Respect or loyalty is... Definitely gained after respect. I believe that. You have to have respect for someone. Yeah. I think in a sense to give them loyalty. Yeah. Yep. Because you don't know nothing about them. How you going to give up loyalty and you don't respect them? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, you got to have, you got to have respect before loyalty. Let's unpack that. But how do I look at <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack it a bit further. How do I look at loyalty? That's what she asking. Yeah. Like, what are your views on loyalty within a relationship? Like, just knowing you got my back through anything, thick and thin. I can trust you through anything. Mm. You have my six. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got to question you. Like, if I'm look, if I'm looking ahead and you looking behind, I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta worry about you holding your fork down. I know you got it. I ain't gotta turn around. You get what I'm saying? It's that type of shit. That that's loyalty. If I gotta peek a little bit, I don't. Mm. That's a fact. Eh. You might want to put your weapon now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a fact. So now I'm fucking it up up here. Yeah, man, that's just real. So that that's what loyalty is for real, for real. Like just, like just the 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 the, the overwhelmingly joy of knowing your partner got your back through anything. You know what I'm saying? That's that's with they family, her family, anything. Your partner got your back. That's loyalty in a relationship. Yeah, I would say loyalty is just putting my consideration for you over convenience for me, I think is what it is. Like, I view you highly enough to where I know making this little move would be convenient for me, but if that move crosses you, I take the L on this end just to maintain this situation that we got going because I respect you that much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's how I view it. Um, in terms of respect, yeah. Without respect, there can be no loyalty because what is respect? Respect is fearful consequences. Not necessarily physical consequences. It may be consequences of me losing you from my life. You may play a big-ass role. So if I respect you, then that means that I value you there and I fear mm-hmm. 
that if I move wild or I do something reckless, you're going to leave. And I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So that's my view on it. Um, Let me see what the last question she asked was. I'm trying to. Uh, do you feel loyalty? Oh, no, nah, I said that. Oh, is respect greater than loyalty? Yeah, yes. 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 yes, it is. So, Absolutely. yeah, that would be my, my answer for that. But in terms of your personal situation. <laughs> okay, so just, just, to, just to clarify. Right. So she was in the situation. Yes. And he was not treating her the best way. He was abusing her. He was her. abusing her. Right. She stepped out because of that. She she stepped out to get some. Damn, he was putting his hands on her? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I thought he was just messing up the household. Mm-mm. So that's why she stepped out. Physic, physically abusive. So then she stepped out, admitted to what she did, moved out. They mm-hmm. broke up, split, whatever. He called back. She comes back. Right. And then he does his thing. Of course. And then double, almost doubles down on what he was already doing. Correct. On and, top of the cheat. And then, because he, he got to get out of jail free call. And that's what I was thinking, which is why I started laughing. Because my and it wasn't laughing at your situation, but it's laughing at the mindset as yes. a man. Yes, I'm not letting that go right. until I get back. You know what I'm saying? It's messed up. I'm gonna get it's mine. messed up, but that's the so truth. He was beating on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beforehand, that's why she. So that's, or, why she left. that's why she stepped out and cheated. But I don't. I don't like to. I don't like to put that's why in front of cheating because cheating it ain't no excuse for that. You should have just left, dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's you didn't know that. What made you stay? What made her come back? What? Hey, that's the question. That's the question that back? I would like to know. Like, Stockholm syndrome. What made that's you? That's what stay made her come back. And what made you come back? Stockholm syndrome. Because if you said you wasn't going, you seen your pop do this to your mother, and you wasn't going to tolerate this, why you didn't stand on your square with that? Stockholm syndrome, and what it stems from is, mm. again, her having witnessed her daddy do this to her mama, and her mama stay. Yeah, you get to. Like Stockholm syndrome is essentially it doesn't matter how bad this person treats me. Makes it make it okay. I want to fix it. Like my life goal is to make them happy because when that person is happy, the times are so great. Like it's mm-hmm. so so great. Even though they may be trash eighty percent of the time, but that twenty that they are are right is the best time of my life. I feel higher than I ever felt. I feel all shit. that. So people chase it chase the same that way that high. they chase drugs. They that's chase a the high doing drugs. Shit I feel like I've ever known. I get it. Yeah. I understand. But it's like a it's a it's a serious mental thing. Like yeah. it's a it's a serious study. It's a serious situation. Matter of fact, I want to hold on. Let me look it up that's and read the, the what knowing knowing what that person could do to you. What uh, and did to you. Especially putting their hands on you. Like I don't I've been. That's one thing daughter, you can't. Man. That's one thing you can't come back from. I've been. I had no daughter. If if I boy, I see my daughter come home with a come to me with a black eye, or something bust busted lip or something. Men, like, men, right. do not put your hands on these women. I'm like, especially if it's not warranted. Please, I gotta go kill do you. Not your family. Put your hands. I gotta on these kill women. the fish in the house, the dog in the house. I gotta make a stay. When I go out, they gonna know my last name. Women. Don't put your hands on these men at all, because everybody is not raised right. You touch that man, he gonna knock your head off, and now you upset. Every man is not raised the same. Some men you can put your hands on, and they may not do nothing. But every man is not put built your like hands that. on me. I'm gone immediately. It every is over. Man is not gonna it is no you. more talking. No, you ain't even gotta apologize because I, I, you're dead to me. You don't even have to apologize. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I feel about somebody putting their hands on me. 
Cause I know if I If I hit you one time With this elbow I'ma break you so I don't even want to have to go through all that. A lot of pressure. Yeah. So y'all you know saying? Now, and now you mad at yourself for yeah. doing for getting out of character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, like you put your hands on me, we done. It, it, I care less how good the relationship was. We can be married thirty years. Moment you hit me with that two piece of time, I'm free. <laughs> okay. Uh, da, 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 let me let me unpack it. I just, I just want to read that definition before we get up out of here because uh, a, a lot of people. Hear that situation and be like, "How the? Why you just didn't leave?" Okay. Okay. Stockholm syndrome is a psychological response. It occurs when hostages or abuse victims bond with their captors or abusers. This psychological connection develops over the course of days, weeks, months, or even years of captivity or abuse. With this syndrome, hostages or abuse victims may come to sympathize with their captors. This is the opposite of the fear, terror, and disdain that might be expected from victims in these situations. Over the course of time, some victims do come to develop positive feelings toward their captors. They may even uh, begin to feel as if they share common goals and causes. The victim may begin to develop negative feelings toward the police or authority. They may resent anyone who may be trying to help them escape from the dangers that they are in. The paradox does not happen with every hostage or victim, and it's unclear why it occurs when it does. Many psychologists and medical professionals consider Stockholm Syndrome a coping mechanism or a way to help victims handle the trauma of a terrifying situation. Indeed, the history of the syndrome may help to explain why that is. So, yeah. It's, 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 it's literally like people feel sorry for the person that's abusing them. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to turn them into the police because I fear what's going to happen to them. Or I don't want to tell my brother because I know he's going to go over there and kill him. I don't want to do You know what I'm saying? They they are going out of their way to protect this person. You, feel, you just feel sorry for them. Right. That's, that's what it is. Crazy to me, bro. And it's like a real mental disorder. Or, or what, what they say is a contested disorder. And but then look, yeah. when they finally leave that situation, they'll say, all niggas ain't shit. You wasn't shit for staying. I'm going to just keep it a buck with you. You contribute to him beating you up. Like I've always said before, if more women left early on, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't see half the situations that we do. Nah, we wouldn't see a lot of these kids out here. We Too wouldn't many see, people staying. You man. know what I'm saying? Like, we wouldn't see a lot of stuff. And then you'll see more women winning out here because they wouldn't be wasting their time with these dudes that ain't got nothing for them. Right. And I'm not, I'm not saying don't give people chances. I'm not saying don't give people grace. Don't have any patience. I'm not saying that. But there are certain things that happens in relationships where it should be one and done. That's it. There should be no, oh, they just had a slip up. No, because them people need to learn their lesson. Well, I baited him and, that's and the hit problem. me and all that. Yeah. You're going to be stuck forever. Your life, you, might as well, you, you might as well tell yourself, my life is over. I might as well give him everything I got. But you, you know what happens, though? Because like, the, the messed up part is the man will do that to one woman, and she'll stay. Repeatedly, then they end up breaking up finally or whatever. He go do it to another woman. That woman stays. They break up. He go do it to another woman. That woman stays. It's like it's just a repeated cycle instead of if the first woman left the first time, the second woman left the first time. Or, I don't think that would continue. Or if that like first that. woman put that pistol on him, <laughs> slapped him a few times with that bat. That's going young While he's sleeping Just hit him a few Bang bang Wake his ass up quick <laughs> Change his whole life Call her I brothers get, hey, Call I, her brother's uncle Stomp him out or something yeah, Hey no Right there When she leave That'll change his whole life He'll mm. never do yeah. it again He'll never yeah. do it again But they'll stay bro You know what I'm saying 
They will stay like, hey, don't worry about killing them. Don't, hey, you ain't gotta hit him in the head too many times. Hit him one time, not real hard. Bang! They hit him, hit him on his back as hard as you can. Couple <laughs> times, he gonna stay on that ground. He gonna stay on that ground, hey. and then you look over with that with that face, like, boy, you know it's over. Don't y'all ever call us a misogynistic podcast ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, ever. I'm, like, hey, I'm just giving y'all some game. Ever. Bro. All right, man. Well said. Uh, we're going to move right along uh, to the next one. This is from Mel. Again, my boy back. Patreon, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's happening? Come get your Uh-oh. money worth boy. Uh-oh. Come get your money worth boy. Hey, just as a as an update, this was the one uh, <laughs> that was uh, talking about, like, the, the sex game. Yeah. Like, we, we, we was on his ass about the sex game not being what it was supposed to be because he said the girls that I like, the girls I like only want sex. The girls that like me, I don't really want to be with. Yeah. So he back. Okay. So he back. He know we've flamed his ass. He said this mail again. Y'all had me dying on the response. He said, I try to make it short, but I'm going to clarify. So my fault. She didn't leave me on red immediately after sex. She usually hits me up first. I almost never hit her up unless it was to respond. And when I responded several hours late, that's when she ghosted me a week after I smashed. Mm. Now, as for the sex, she did climax because it happened as I ate her out. Okay, okay, okay. We got more clarity, okay. During sex, she told me the first run was great. The second run is when I finally bust one, but it took over an hour altogether. And that's including the break she took. These breaks will happen when it got good, like her hanging off the bed upside down, out of breath. Okay, okay, <laughs> she, okay, okay. Why are you giving okay. the visual? You say he said he ain't going like that. Y'all did him greasy last week. He ain't going like that. He said I ain't going. You know what I'm saying? He said she was upset. Uh, I took so long on the bus because she wanted me to glock her all on her. Okay. Not to rush, but because she felt I didn't think the cat was good enough to do the other. I can see that. Okay. Not lasting, the, you know, not lasting a minute. Okay. Which also made her believe I wasn't interested when I went soft the third time for morning sex. The only thing that threw me off was her asking for breaks. I would like for you guys to explain that. She always tried to downplay everything I say and do since I met her before the date. As if she was always trying to find something wrong about me. If the sex was bad, why would she want me to spend the night and be upset that I took too long to initiate the dig uh, at site 304 off the runway? Oh, my boy giving specific locations. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) Wait, what? It say it'd be confusing because the one time she could have made an excuse to stop the sex early was when uh, the company knocked on her room door for five minutes, but she told me to continue mm. after she already got hers. Why not finesse your way out of a bad moment that you initiated? Especially if during sex she asked me if all I wanted was to bust her down as uh, as if I'm like her ex who only used her for sex. Oh, Anyways, I appreciate you guys answering the last question. With honesty, I'm not one to get offended. Uh, she's the second girl I ever tapped younger than me and the other Seven uh, have been older, women ranging from ages 35 uh, and up since I was 19. Say, I know six and a half ain't big, but I know my worth. P.S. There's a mother that always wants to boom, boom, stick, but I found out her daughter always liked me, and I passed up an opportunity to gut her like a fish when she broke up with her ex for cheating. She back with him now. What should I do? Uh, He said, again, I missed another side note. My bad, fellas. This is for the first scenario. <laughs> When she asked me during the turning process, did I during the turning process? <laughs> did I accept the invite only to smash? I answered, "No, nah, I'm here for you." Mm. Then she whispered, "You're mine." As she threw it back, first round. Uh, in between the first and second round on the thirty yard line, moments from the touchdown, <laughs> with one shot left on the foul line, her friend video called as we were cuddling. Her friend asked, "Who that?" And she replied, mm, "Girl, we are gonna talk about it later. We cupcaking." He said, "What the is cupcaking?" My bad. I keep hitting y'all with scenarios and questions. But last thoughts, and I'm going to leave y'all alone for a while. If Shorty recently had the most wet cat ever, but her sex game was in, 
But the woman prior who had, oh, just had a newborn three months before I smashed, had that thing, uh, was like a wet marshmallow fused with a pressurized vacuum. <laughs> that boy, <laughs> boy, descriptive words. <laughs> Um, he said, I mean, it was, he said, I mean, it was like jumping into a washing machine mid cycle after the rinse, like angels with blessed hands came from heaven to massage my holy saber Damn. with divine Vaseline balls. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, he said, I'm talking to the point of sending troops in to level the city of fallopia through the tubes of prosperous. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it then my fault for having these expectations and sex from that point on? I also have a problem taking long on the bus because I numb naturally as if I'm drunk smashing. Uh, sex on average lasts one hour and a half, except for the heavenly goodness, Lord. Take me now, kitty cat, that lasted 20 minutes. Okay, I don't, I don't even know what a, what a question is in there, big dog. I'm uh, <laughs> What y'all think about everything you said, bro? Hey, Somewhere at hey. the top. Hey, he did what he was supposed to do. I'm glad you redeemed yourself on that first door. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. What? He said, uh, which also, he said, the only thing that threw me off was her asking for breaks. I would like for you guys to explain that. Ask for, for breaks during the sex. He said, I, the sex lasted a whole hour. And hey. she kept asking for breaks. Hey, I had one chick that I met before my wife that asked for breaks, like to change positions because she said it was hurting. I got smooth the fuck up out of there in 10 minutes. It was hurt because she was dry. Nah. Because that thing was touching the back of her butt. <laughs> she was like, you must uh. be nice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real though, like, like, I got up out of there, bro. If I got to do all that, bro, I... Nah. An hour and a half? That boy say on average. I'm making a, that's a long time. I'm making fam. a tap at ten, so I don't know about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. When you when you when, you, when that thing thing and you got experience, you know, you yeah, know your sure. limit. You know, your limit is like three minutes, but you know, I'm glad you're speaking on my name. He's speaking on you me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he slid that in that smooth as hell too. It take me three minutes just to pull it out. No, no, no. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not doing that on this part. Hold on, baby. Hold on. Go, go get you some water or something. <laughs> Let me stretch. Let me stretch first. Let me stretch first. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as the, the women taking breaks, I, don't, I mean, uh, different women. Women are different, man. It's hard some to explain women, some that. Some women want to keep going. Some women like the pain. Yeah. Some women like the pain. Some women just tired. That's another thing. I only get a few times to beat on my wife like that, boy. I don't know. You get weak, man. Get them when they legs shake. Like ten minutes later, they just be laying there. Legs just be shaking. That's the y'all wouldn't know nothing about that. That's the sign of defeat. Start talking flawless victory. You see? Now look at you. Look at you. You see? All that you was just talking. We in here now. This is what we doing. You want to quit? You want to quit? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. That's real. All that shit you were talking at the restaurant. Damn. Now I don't want to go for no more rounds. You quitting already? I quit. I'm going to play the game, man. Let me get about it. That is hilarious, man. All right, wipe yourself off. No, 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 no. We not doing that. All right. 
This next one is from uh, Gigi, Patriot Bible. Damn, what's happening? Hey, I need some more sex questions. <laughs> All right, she said, please answer this question on the next episode. Okay, what's up? How long does it typically take a man to know if he has found the one? Mm. Like the woman he is willing to spend forever with. Also, do you feel men set the tone and energy for the way relationship turns out? Meaning if it's going great, it's because the man has been bringing this woman amazing energy. And the same for when it goes bad. Yes. So the first question, how long does it typically take a man to know if he has found the one? Hmm. Hey, man, it could take a man three months or a year. That, that, the, the time not important. It's what you learn from this person. That's, that's what's valuable. You get what I'm saying? Like, you just got to learn what this woman stand on. Or, or same thing with the woman. You got to stand with this man. Stand, you got to learn what this man stand on. So, whatever that, however long that take you, that's just what it take you. So, it's really no time period on that. You, I, I can't put no time on it. Uh, I say six months. Um, and the reason I say six months, I think that's plenty of time for me to learn you. Enough time for me to see you under pressure. Enough time for me to study your upbringing. Meet your parents. Meet your sisters. <laughs> meet your annoying ass cousins. Um, if you got kids, it's enough time your for me weak to. Weak ass brother. Yeah, your weak ass brother who think he tough. I might have to slap him <laughs> if something go left. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I mean, just you know, all, all jokes aside, it's it's just enough time for me to like really analyze the situation. Um, you know, if you got a kid, me to analyze the relationship with your baby daddy, situations like that. You know, because all of that stuff is important in terms of you know our longevity. I think a lot of people may rush into situations and not really. That's what we talk about betting all the time. I need about six months to vet you thoroughly. Like, men typically know right off the rip if you have potential to yeah. be our girl. Okay. But to know that you actually the one, we have to complete our vetting process. And that typically takes, you know, most men probably about six months. <clears throat> Damn. You kind of took mine with the last part with the vetting process. Because um, I was going to say, uh, it takes, to me, it takes certain actions for a woman to do to make you realize or at least put her in the category of being potentially the one. Mm. Now, after that, to me, now I'm not married, but I've dated plenty, but what, what separated other women um, were, I feel like it, it was just time, like you said, six months, but whatever that time frame is, you just have to see them in different seasons. That's how I think. I mean, you got to see what they like when they – not in good shape when they how they act when their spirits are high, how they act when you know there's death in the family, how they act when they're super stressed out. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got to see a lot of people in their different emotions to realize if you want to deal with that or not. Because mm-hmm. some people will just unload everything on you and just leave it, true, instead of letting you even process it, things like that. And so, if somebody just continuously dumping stuff on you, dumping stuff on you, and you never receiving it, or, or you know, what I'm saying getting that energy back to you, then that, that ain't nobody want to be with because they always going to be draining. Facts. So, yeah, um, I can't I can't put a time on it because I didn't like the woman in goddamn three weeks and felt that she was the one. You know what I'm saying? So, but then you'd have been, I'd have been with somebody where it took, you know, longer. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of, it kind of just depends for me. But uh, de- it, it definitely, you got to see them in their seasons. You got to see different sides of them. You got to see how they act when you know, things not going their way. When they upset at you, how they, how do they treat you when they upset? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's stuff like that you got to pay attention to. So, it's a time frame, man. Six months to a year. Real rap. Okay, the next question she asks, do you feel like men set the tone and energy 
for how a relationship is going to turn out. Damn right. Damn right. I need that 100%. Need to. I believe that 100%, bro. Mm. The man is going to set the tone on how this woman responds in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So she she can be, I just I spoke to it earlier, she can be the perfect woman. She can be a great structured woman, go get her family structured, all that. But if she under the wrong leadership, it's not going to look the same. Mm. It's not going to feel the same. Women need to understand that. Especially if you value yourself Like these women that be having these big time degrees And all that type of stuff Your man is going to define you I give a fuck if you got a PhD You're doctoring and Your man will define you You get what I'm saying Like if you coming home and you looking at your man like That ain't who you need to be with That ain't who you need to be with At all If you come home and, and you 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 the type of woman that just forget you even got a degree when you're around him, that man is, is it lights your soul up. That's who you need to be with. That's who you need to be with. A lot of women don't they they not looking for that. They not looking for that because most most likely that man is going to be a manly man. He don't care about none of that. Your accolades is that's that's fine. That's great, baby. But how does that work in this relationship? Your PhD don't work, don't help this relationship. Now, only only way it helps is financially. Everything else, it falls over to the wayside. It's like it's like it's non-existent. Same thing with his degree. So, what else you got to offer? That's what you need to be thinking about. One oh. question back. One question back. Do you feel like men set the tone and energy for how a relationship will turn out? Meaning if it's going great, it's because the man set the tone for that to go great. And if it goes bad, it's because the man set the tone for it to go bad. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. And even if it's situations where it's just like a a fling, a lot of times men kind of dictate how that's going to be. Mm. And women going to follow with it, especially if she like you. She going to do whatever it takes just to be by your side, just to be underneath you, just to kick it with you. Um. Yeah, yeah. Men set the tone. We got to do better at setting the tone. I definitely. say that definitely. That's a, that's a definitely a fact. We definitely. Gotta, we got to be more sure with with situations too. And it just comes back to being honest. You know, if, if we if we not ready, we have to say we're not ready, and we have to stand on that, and not just say, "Oh, we're not ready," and then entertain the woman because she cool, she look good. She's, you know, she may bring some value to your life. Now, don't get me wrong. When you have that real good woman, yes, you need to not leave her. But if it's somebody that you're unsure about, you got to keep that train moving. Mm. That's just plain and simple because you can't stop that. You have a goal. You got to reach it. And in order to reach it, you can't have any distractions or you can't have many distractions. And she has to understand it. And you have to let her know. Similar, like Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless just came out on one of his podcasts and, and told his woman that you are going to be second to my job. Mm, yeah. I love my job. I, I know where I can go doing this job. So yeah. you're going to come second. Yeah, he told his wife that Andy said he didn't want to have kids because it's going to interrupt his job. And that's just facts. That's focus. So she either you're going to have a woman that deals with that program or not. And you got to be cool with that. You can't just say, oh, you know what, okay, I'm sorry, baby. You know what, I'm going to put it on the back burner. I'm going to just spend time with you. No, if that's what you want to do, go do that. 
You have to go do that. Or don't be with the program at first, and then when you finally in the door at the ring, you trying to change the whole program. Yeah, yeah. that's not going. That's going to make you unhappy. Yep, that is going to make you unhappy, and y'all are going to get a divorce. You know what I'm saying? So keep your eye on the prize, baby. Yeah, I agree. I think um, y'all boys nailed it, man. I think at the end of the day, the relationship. Falls on our shoulders Regardless of how it turns out When you are the leader Of the family Which we are Regardless of how it turns out It's gonna always fall on us And that's why men Gotta go into relationships With that mindset It's not Don't get me wrong It is a partnership It's very very true But There's there's a percentage mm-hmm. There's a different weight That's on each of us In this partnership Right I may be a 70% shareholder You may be a 30% We partners But the weight is different The investment is different The risk is different so as a man, when you're in these relationships, you should move the same way. So I'm making decisions to solidify our family. Don't get me wrong. I'll take your input, and I appreciate it. And, you know, I want you to bring value to the situation, but the buck falls on me. Right. So if it goes bad, I'm getting the blame for it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think, you know, men, as, as leaders, we have to move with that in mind. And I think once we do, that'll solve a lot of the issues that we have. A lot of men are selfish. Go into these relationships based on, hey, man, I'm – I'm in this relationship so I can get sex consistently. Or I'm in this relationship because, you know, I like her a lot or whatever, or we got a kids, or I'm, you know, whatever the case may be, but they in it for the wrong reasons. It's not in it because, hey, okay, now I got me a family union. Mm-hmm. And now I'm about to, you know, attack progressing this family unit as competitive as I attack everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want us to be the best at everything. I want my daughter to be the smartest person, period. And I'm going to go above and beyond and make sure that that's the case. I want, my, I want my wife to be, you know, tuned in in terms of, like, the finances or, or whatever it is that, that she does best. I want I want her to be the best in that, and I'm going to push her to be that way because both of y'all represent me. So, you know, we, we represent each other. We are a unit. We move as a unit. A lot of men don't think in terms of as a unit. They think of as me, and then it's my wife, and it's my daughter. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know why it weighs heavy on the, on the man, too? Just think about the family compliments, right? Mm-hmm. Like her family complimenting you and mm-hmm. And all that type of stuff And compliment her Most of the time Her compliment's gonna be like Oh girl you did a good job With this one mm-hmm. mm. You get yeah. what I'm saying that, That's the majority mm. <clears throat> I'm talking like 99.9% mm. of her compliments right. Mm. right But when they come to you They gonna be like Hey boy you sure Put this shit together man Yeah Like I like the way You leading this you know what I'm saying Like like you gave my You gave my daughter Or my niece or whatever Some good structure man I I I mess with that. That's a totally different compliment. Compliment yeah. than you pick the right one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's for every man. You can ask them. Like you can ask every man that's in a relationship that's doing what they're supposed to do. What they, what have the family compliments? Like the totality family. How did they compliment you? For the man, it's gonna be your leadership. How you're steering the ship. For a woman, it's gonna be you pick the right one. That's what it's gonna be. It ain't gonna be the woman. Oh, girl, you you a good leader. You need that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just that's what it is. Yeah, that's real. No matter what you got, no matter what this woman got, they never gonna say that to you. The main thing they're going to say to you, you pick the right one. But you know what's wild about that too is that as as the leader, you got to be cool with not getting the credit anyway. Anyway, yep. that's the part of being a leader. Anyway. That's the part of being a leader. I done set this whole situation up. I got you thriving. When I met you, you were slacking in college or you were slacking in your profession. You got with me. I done pushed your ass to VP level. You, know you understand me? My Even your kids, well, you know, I got the kids doing good. I got us in a big-ass house. I got us in nice-ass cars. 
And as a leader, I may not get the praise that I deserve for yeah. that. Let's just be honest. Let me let me rephrase. I will not That's get the right. praise that I deserve for everything that That's I contribute right. to this unit. But as a leader, you got to be cool with that. Exactly. You got to accept that. Mm-hmm. Understand that that's part of the game. Yeah, you are pulling the strings, but you pushing everybody else out in front of you to shine. Hey, I bet no one has ever thought about it like that. That's real. Real. Yeah. Hell of a question, man. They keep me, boy. I tell you, boy. Last one of the day, man. We're going to get into this from Patreon member. Come on. Come on. Say, dear crew, the question I have for the crew is, when it comes to family planning, does the husband or wife get the final say on how many children they have? I would like to... Damn. You'd like to stay anonymous. Okay, so I'm going to just have to bleep bleep your name out. Yeah. Um. So please make up a name for me if you need one. My husband, 28, and I, 29, are high school sweethearts and have been married for 10 years. We have three children together, a girl that's 10, a boy that's 4, and a girl that's 1. My husband wants another kid, and I don't. I always said at 30, I was getting my tubes tied. At my annual uh, women visit, I was shocked that I need his signature of approval to get my tubes tied. Oh. His insurance plus Catholic hospital. When I came home uh, with the paperwork, he refused to sign because he still wants another child. Am I wrong to think he is crazy or am I wrong? You can read the backstory if you want for a more informed opinion. Since I've known my husband, he has always stated his desire for a big family. Me, not so much. I was open to having one kid at most. But who takes the kid talk seriously at 14 and 15 years old? <laughs> Fast forward to 2011, and our wedding and daughter came very quickly after high school. Five years of college in the town all alone without help from my family because location, distance, uh, oh, oh, which is his situation, and hatred, which was mine, oh, I guess, creating an almost six-year age gap between our first two children. Okay. Uh, for a very large part of our marriage, my husband's response to the family question was, quote-unquote, always a large family. Never a number value to the amount of children he ideally wanted to have. I have always been clear on my ideal number of children being only one. And the fact that I wanted to be done having children at 30 because we had our daughter super young at 18 and 19 years old. He has also recently uh, almost six. Oh, he was. Oh, he is only recently almost six years into marriage after the birth of our second child has divine, defined what a large family is in his opinion, which is four children compared to my original statement of one child. An additional son I compromised my original feelings and had. Yep. Damn. That's what you messed up. Which he named Junior after his father, even though uh, they have very strong feelings about male children being named Juniors in their father's honor. We went to counseling to discuss the differences of opinion of what we individually wanted and over time could not come to a compromise over the next few years. This is the time in our marriage where our sex life plummeted because of an unwanted miscarriage. And I didn't trust him to not get me pregnant and his unwillingness to wear a condom. Mm -hmm. So for the next three years, the four days leading up uh, my ovulation cycle window and two days after ovulation, in addition to five days period, cycle sex was off the menu. Mm -hmm. Before you ask me about birth control, I have high risk of breast cancer. So birth control is off the table because it has additional estrogen, which increases my cases of getting and dying from cancer. Mm. One very fun birthday weekend resulted in our third and in my eyes, our final child. My husband is an amazing father, and uh, he works very hard at his career. He is my favorite person and a great father. Long story short, I finally feel like I'm at a good spot of raising our kids primarily alone because of his job. He works from Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., being present and mindful of his needs, wants, and desires with with your advice tips, losing the baby weight super hard because of PCOS 
down 38 pounds. Mm -hmm. And being a luxury wedding photographer, because of my husband's crazy work schedule, I carry 87% of the weekly responsibility of taking care. Damn, 87%? She can't exact number. Uh, I carry 87% of the weekly responsibility of taking care of our children and house chores because I stay home during the week and work outside of the house only on Saturday. And the occasional Sunday, uh, he pays 100% all of the hard bills, mortgage, cars, trips, utilities. And I pay the soft bills, groceries, clothing, kids' activities. Am I wrong for not wanting to budge on having another kid? No. I have very hard pregnancies, bed rest by month five, and maternity leave for at least six months because I exclusively breastfeed, losing a lot of income, about 54000 which causes him to work more to make up my loss of income, which results with me depending on his mother that lives an hour away and my 10-year-old daughter too much. Mm-mm. Damn. So is she wrong for not wanting to have Hell that no. fourth child? She shouldn't have had that second one. Should have stood, yeah, stood on your square. Yeah, should have stood on your square. Yeah, this a good. This a good thing. This what happens when you don't stand on your square and you get too deep. <clears throat> now you can't leave. Yeah, yeah. But damn, that that situation is so unique, though. It they is was together at fourteen years old. It like is. that's that's very unique. But it's it's hard kid, to have like real conversations. Change your. They had their kid when they was eighteen, nineteen. They first one. Yeah. Then six years. Oh, y'all grown, grown now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know. You twenty four, twenty five. You get what I'm saying? But let me stop you. You in it for a decade at that point. I don't give a and damn. A, and a kid invested. So yo, so yo, so your judgment is not no. gonna be as okay. You don't want to have you. You want to have more kids? Okay, I'm, I'm gone. I don't want to. I'm done. This. Yes, that's that's, that's hard. A decade not, in, not I feel I'm done, you. but man, I'm gone. Just a hard conversation. Like, no, I'm gone. You know what we talked about? Not no, even. but he he was already firm on his square too, right? And made you conform. You should have said, "Well, look, we ain't compatible, baby." Right? Yeah, that's it. We need to get up out of here, and because people. I'm I'm one maybe, and, and for you conforming with the second kid, giving him what he wants, right? You should have definitely said, "Hey." We done. That's a real conversation. And if you're not done, if you're not done right here, we need to we need to end this. As right much now. as I love you, I love you to death, but, but I, we can't I'm not. Nothing. Yeah, that's her body. That's tough, man. That because it because it, it speaks to that eighty twenty rule we talk about all the time. I feel she it. said, "Oh, he's amazing father, amazing mm-hmm. husband. He pays most of the bills, this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. So it's like it's not like he's out here bullshitting. Right? They just have a difference in opinion as far as child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a it's almost like an eighty twenty situation. Do I end this relationship over the over the twenty? Yeah, but the child. But that's big though. Yeah, but the child having a child affects her life, affects yes. her money, being able to take care of herself and the other kid, bro. I'm not giving up my livelihood because somebody else don't want to adapt to something. Not not even adapt, but to just give me some compromise. Like motherfucker, I gave you two kids out the four, three. You know what I'm saying? But no, at first, because she oh, didn't want to have a third. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you two kids out the four. You can, hey. You're not asking me to stay at home from the club. You get what I'm saying? Like, you ain't, you ain't asking for simple stuff like that. You asked for a child. No, no, fool. No. That's big, bro. I'm, this, I'm on These her children side. are liabilities. You got to, like, she, she at home every, can you imagine? You stop working, like, for real. You stop working, get home 80 at the, all day. Three kids. I go Three crazy. Kids. I wouldn't be able to do that. Exactly. 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 And she now, most people can't most women can't do that. He days. works nine to eight. So that means he leaving with about eight, eight fifteen, getting home about eight thirty, eight forty five. You know what I'm saying? Twelve hours. He's no good. He's no good. You get what I'm saying? Because he gotta get some rest to go back to work. Mm, mm. He no good. Okay, so here's the thing. At what point does his needs come into play? 
right? If I'm giving you everything that you asked for, and I just want additional couple kids, no. But I'm but I'm taking care of everything, and when you're not working, I'm picking up all no. the bills. Mm-mm. No, he still no. be more understanding. No, finances do not will not sway me from me. Goddamn responsibility of a child. Eighteen years, and you you paying some bills for six months, and then I'm going back to boy. You better get out of here. And what if she get pregnant and she lose a child? Now she got trauma. Well, she, she already did. She did. Miscarriage. And that's what they said. That she saying, said it was some saying? issues. Nah, so, we ain't doing that. Nah, man. And then on top of that, I'm at high risk of breast cancer. I can't. What? You should have been left, girl. That's too much. What the hell wrong that's, with you? I understand. Right. Hey, I understand your situation. You're right. 10 years, 15 years in, all that shit. I understand that. But what you got to recognize is all that changes your life. Every kid changes your life. You get what I'm saying? Every one of them. And you was like, nah, I don't want to have no kid. Because I know I know how you was thinking. All right, two, one kid, maybe two. Shit, I can still live my life. I can, mm-hmm. I can go do stuff. We can elevate even higher. It ain't a big, it ain't a bunch of bills on us. You know what I'm saying? But when you got four kids, when you got three kids, boy, them activities add up, boy. <gasps> them activities add up, my I guy. I can't imagine. <laughs> hey, so here's the question What happened when she leave him Get with a dude And he want more kids that, No oh, nah, she, would have to go, no. she would have to be Vetting people like Look are you done Having your kids That shouldn't That's No That right that's there shrinks the, shrinks the marketplace it, 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 Hey that's the That's hey, fine People you gotta make Hard decisions baby She got three You gotta make hard decisions She ain't having no more So whoever she dates Is gonna be He don't want kids Period But she ain't but what 28 28 years old she said she's done by 30. Stand on your square, she's bro. She's done. Because, hey, hey, I told Get my wife. Hey, I told my wife I was done by, I think I said 30. I said I was done at 30, right? But you lied. But we're planning. No, no, no. We're <laughs> planning to have, you know how our structure is. Yeah, yeah, We're planning to have a kid within our structure. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. kids really hurt us financially. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I understand like all that shit. Like all that shit got to be perfect timing. Got to be right. You know, but my wife wanted Five kids mm-hmm. I told her Fuck no We ain't doing that I got shit to go chasing I can't have kids All on my back Doing that mm-hmm. I can't have kids On your back Chasing what I need you to chase mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying So hell no That boy Boy We mm. So y'all say I don't give a damn I don't give a damn Okay We would have had that she, When she first had that conversation You should have ended it when he was standing firm on his square, like, no, I need a big fan. I need a big fan. I need a big, I need a big. You should have said, well, look, we ain't, I love you, but we ain't going to never work, baby. You know what I'm saying? I, I, hope, I, I hope you find a woman of your dreams, but I can never do that. Or are you okay with two? Stopping that too. Are you you know what I'm saying? To, you know, because she gave him a compromise. Yeah. Hey, I had one kid for you. I, we can I only and then they one. waited six years to have the next one. I only said one. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a, boy, you, you got to relearn how to be a mother and a, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Very true. Like, you got to learn, you got to relearn all this shit, boy. Yeah. If you don't get your fool ass out of here, boy, that's what you should have told him. Boy, I'm going to get these two ties with or without your signature. Either your signature going to be on here or we going to have a Ford signature. That's great. Because, because, he's, because she's on his insurance. That's just real. Because she's on his insurance. Yeah. She needed his signature to get the. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm paying all the bills, man. What you mean? Hey, hey your signature no going to be on a, here? As a uh, freelance or, photographer? Or we going to have somebody else on here. Either way, it go. Either way. Well, he, Either. he should have <laughs> He should have got a vasectomy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? 
No, because he, 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 he want more kids. Why would he do that? Or she can, hey, or she can just be, she can be trill. I ain't gonna say real. She ain't gonna do it. Trill. She ain't gonna do it. And say, look, hey, she ain't gonna do it. I'm done with having kids. I don't mind if you go out. She not do it. Nah. I knew what she was gonna say. I just keep I it in the book. I knew what she was gonna say. She not doing that. If she trill like that, and she really stood on her square, like, hey, bro, I understand what you want, and I, I, I know that's all you want. Everything, because everything in her life is perfect. Everything in his life is perfect, right. other than the kid part. Women not doing that, dog. You can go have you another kid. Mm. Maybe a surrogate. If we if we approve, you can do maybe it a surrogate. You, but hey, like you want a surrogate? Just, but just going and pregnant? Nah, not not like that. You know what I'm saying? But no, not even a surrogate. But shit, having a surrogate is expensive. Yeah, but even a surrogate, she didn't want to have kid like her kids. She didn't want no yeah. more kids for her. I get that. So that's her shit. kid. You, you know what I'm saying? Surrogate is your kid. So yeah, nah. Hey, you can step out and go do your thing. With another woman that we approve of for this function. That we approve. You get what I'm saying? That's funny. Yeah, interview <laughs> hey, interview the broad. Hey, what's your what's your goal? What you what you doing out here? Oh, okay, young. Like just keep it a book. Right. You know, if you stand in that firm on your square, but you gotta be comfortable with that. You gotta be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was an option on the table for you, but I know you probably selfish with your man. And that's all cool. That's cool. And if it is like that, bro, you need hey. You need to understand, like, hey, if you don't want no more kids, bro, you need to stand firm on that. And whatever happens, happens. Mm. Well said. Y'all boy, shout out to our social medias, man. We're going to get up out of here. Man, SMUV underscore underscore. Follow me, little bitch. Rate the show. Goddamn me. I don't give a fuck what you rated. One, five. I don't give a good goddamn. Long as you rate the motherfucking show, tell your mama to rate the show. Goddamn me. Uh, 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 uh. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn me. I'm. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I got a saying for y'all today. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what can I? What can I call them? Hell monkeys, or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what can I call? Yeah, hell like, monkeys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all slide today. <laughs> so well underscore fitness all platforms. Make sure y'all follow S Five Podcast. Me and my little brodies and my cousin P. Uh, that's it, man. That's all I got. Make sure y'all follow my page. That ain't P. Make sure, make sure y'all follow my page. You know, I'm putting some exercise up in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get back get to the Get your ass in shape. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting in shape, so I'm getting fine about a day, baby. <laughs> I'm getting fine about a day. <laughs> I'm looking real fine. <laughs> uh, oh, my. Hey, uh, Detroit AC, man. Hey, well, y'all know where the five be at. Make sure y'all keep... Uh, Supporting the pod, man. Shout out to our Patreon members. Man. Merch is available. New yeah. merch. Yeah. New merch available. is available. This beautiful sweater you see me wearing right now. CruiseSeasonPodcast.com. Y'all make sure y'all go tap in. Um, If you Patreon and you are in those upper two tiers, you got discount codes that I done sent y'all. Y'all can use them. Y'all know what they are. Um. More things coming, man. Again, just keep rocking. Numbers is going up. The the influence is going up. The power is going up. Goddamn me. I feel it, man. Landscape is changing. We currently rank number 28 in the country. Mm, uh, Goddamn me. Damn, that's dope, man. That's in the country. Who they thought they were. Just keep spreading the word, man. Just keep spreading yeah. the word. You know, we just be talking our talk. I, I like it. I love it that what we do because... We give back to like the the younger guys, right? You know what I'm saying? Younger guys, guys our age, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of men, especially they can relate to the, all the things that we talking about. Facts. And 
you know, we just wanted to be heard. And women, you know, take notes. Really take take notes, sit back, watch it with your man, watch it with your brother, whoever. And I'm telling you, a lot of stuff that we're talking about, they're going to agree with. That's and we real. just we just trying to bridge the gap between us. We're just talking about it from a man's perspective, things that we go through. And, you know, so we just want our relationships better, man. We ain't, we tired of all this fighting and fussing and back and forth. And, yeah, we, we talk about a lot of the toxic shit that happens, but we want to fix the shit. Because LMA... We want to fix it. Man. I ain't got time to be playing with you. <laughs> That's real. That's real, man. We love y'all for real, for real. That's real rap. And I know we're going to get up out of here with a new record from Griselda. It's called John Woo Flick. Goddamn me. Conway, Benny, Westside Gun. Goddamn me. We out of here. Taking over, had to change the flow up. Now I'm in the Maybach, sipping a spade mimosa. Take a big and make a quota with the baker soda. Pray that Jehovah K with the shoulder strap. Spray is over. Wait, hold up. If I say so, spray a roller, spray the fold up. Niggas gun fellas like Ray Liotta. Spray 80, the baby woke up. Shoot a sniff the yay, he need to wake his nose up. I'm from the east side, the niggas over there be wild. Catching bodies, throwing bullets like Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking at these rap niggas like it's their problems. Popping out the middle of your head like Larry Johnson. Cush in the morning, drink my yak in the day. I'm tired of hearing old niggas talk about back in the day. I ride around with two things. That's a Mac and a K. Act like I play, I'm pulling up and I'm gonna blast you away. I need to see the money pile over. My suit coming off the bench like Kyle Corver. Had the body for one and left with foul odor. I'm Kobe Bryant on my team. I'm the fucking closest. Sway 80, the baby woke up. Yeah. Real, Sway 80, the baby woke up. The whole house heard that shit. Sway 80, the baby woke up. Make sure you hit everything. And get them clicks on Sway 80, the baby woke up. Damage compared to RZA. I'm compared to niggas that'll stab you in your face with a pair of scissors. Cross side watching the Wizards. Cartier's expensive. Head extended. Uh-huh. Had you land somewhere in the tits. Swing his Mac. I'm clearing the fences. Enough shooters on my team to embarrass the Pistons. Nigga, the track empty. All I had kitchen wearing a biscuit. I need a pile of dirty cash or somewhere I can rinse it. Uh-huh. This for my niggas in the Fed Max who pray daily. My dog pulled his mask up and sprayed 80. That's Wayne Perry shit. Y'all niggas Wayne Brady's. I'm leaving with your daughter if you can't pay me. These OGs round me real veterans. My shooters real reckless. It take a lot for me to feel threatened. In interviews, they asking real questions. Like, is you still hustling? Your videos, you using real weapons? If it's time to clip you, we the ones to move. I got the call about it before I seen it on the news. Like brown interior, the seats peanut butter too. The whole game be doing life if we leave it up to you. Everybody G till they get hit with a hawk. Hit with a hawk. The main line in the L and get hit with a fork. Uh-huh. Had a clientele's list that was big as New York. That's why the door on my bedroom thick as a vault. The hey, butcher, yo, nigga. no bricks ah. in the off-white Ramoa. Them shit see through, we rockin' for the culture. Bodies on each pole, keep acting like you know us. Nightmares, we running out of soda. <laughs>